Tonight on the podcast, we are totally, totally talking about an interview that nobody has heard of. Like <laughs> nobody at all. We're talking about the gray man getting a sequel, some Square Enix news, Black Panther video game, a recap from San Diego Comic-Con, and more Marvel news. What is this world right now? It's Friday Night Phoenix. You're to the Absolute Geek Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Absolute Geek Podcast, the podcast that is blowing up the internet right now. Not even just the internet, the stratosphere of professional wrestling news. You heard it all here fo first, folks. My name is Matt. I'm Max. And we will be joined by our other co-hosts, uh, Lance and Ish, in a little bit. But I want to welcome everybody in. Thank you so much, everybody who has checked out that interview who has subscribed, who has left comments. You guys have been amazing. It's been amazing press. Shout out to everybody who has shared the video, talked about the video. Um, it's just been a crazy, crazy, crazy 48 hours for this little show that could. Not little in the, the download sense, but little in, as far as like YouTube goes because um, we just started focusing on the YouTube channel. So the little show that could out there swinging with the big boys this week. I mean, the New York post comicbooks.com list goes on and on and on. I'm not, I'm not here to brag about that, but I am, I, I didn't, I had nothing to do with it. So I can brag on you all. I want You can, you can. <laughs> well but done, Matt. Well I've, done. Thank you. I got to get, you know, it, it wasn't just me. I got to give my, my hat to the rest of the crew at table two. That was over there. There was four of us from different outlets there. They were fantastic, fantastic, fantastic counterparts. Um, I guess I was just first to the to the race when I uh, when I posted it. I actually sat there for a little bit. I actually sat on it for a couple of days, and I was like, "Do I want to post this? What do I want to wait for someone else to post this?" I'm like, "Why wait for someone else to post this? I've got this sitting here. I'm sitting on it. Nobody else has posted it. Let's go." I knew it was gonna blow up just because of how controversial CM Punk is when he talks about WWE. I knew it was going to blow up. Um, I wasn't quite expecting this response, but it's been a fun ride. Uh, as Kyle said to me yesterday, we're enjoying our five minutes of fame. And I'm okay yeah, with that. So it's funny because like I'm, I'm not into wrestling, really. I still don't really know who CM Punk is, if I'm honest. Like, I know he's a wrestler, but like, I don't know anything about this. So I posted one of my videos more about video games. And then the same night I saw Matt had posted two wrestling videos and I was like, okay, cool wrestling, whatever. And then the next day, boom, comicbookmovie.com and screen ranter posting our video and it's subscribers cool. are jumping up. And it was just so funny. Like, it was like, it's, it just goes to show like we're the absolute geek podcast, right? And the whole point is geek out about what you're interested in. I may not be interested in the same stuff as Matt, but clearly a lot of people are interested in it. So, Well, and comics go hand in hand with pro wrestling. There's so many pro wrestlers that are into comic books. Sure. It is such a medium that goes together well. Um, and I'll announce it right here. 
Um, we're going to talk more about the interview. I'm going to go over with Ish, who's a professional wrestling fan. You're going to get my point of view from it, plus the point of view from another pro professional wrestling fan, and maybe a little bit more towards the end of the video. So if you want to hear more on that, you stick around till the end of the video. Or well, I shouldn't say video, but to the end of the podcast. Um, but I'm going to announce it here right off the rip. A lot of people have been asking me for the full interview. That's like the one of the biggest questions I get is, when are you going to release the full interview? Release the full interview. Release the full interview. I'm going to announce it right here at the beginning of the show, four minutes and 37 seconds into it. The rest of the interview goes live tomorrow night on Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You will get the full CM Punk, Jay Cargill um, interview. And there are some more interesting comments he made as far as like Sasha Banks and Naomi are concerned in that interview. So definitely check that out. I'm um, going to drop that, like I said, tomorrow night, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the channel. Also, you know, we got the Chris Jericho interview talking about his graphic novel, and you find out that he's a comic book fan. CM Punk talks more about his comic book fandom and what got him into it. Um, we've got interviews with Orange Cassidy and Britt Baker coming up, as well as the rest of the complete Jericho interview, and we've got Darby Allen already up on the channel. So we got a lot of wrestling content to check out um, from San Diego Comic-Con, but that's enough about that. How are you doing, Max? Doing great, man. Yeah, it's been, it's been a busy week, but it's been good. My wife just finished up the last thing of her master's degree, so congratulations to her. pretty much done. And uh, yeah, I mean, my, my, we, uh, my son had a second birthday last Saturday, so you know, it's just been, been a pretty chill week. I mean, work's busy as usual, but... Uh, we're doing good. How are you, Matthew? I am recovering from San Diego Comic-Con. Four days of craziness. Um, I left there. I didn't go Sunday, but I was there for preview night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. My body was broken. My will was tested. My patience <laughs> was tested. But uh, it's been a hard week trying to get back into the swing of things as far as like work and, and all that. So it's... Uh, been crazy to to have this interview blow up the way it is and it's been a nice distraction so yeah all in all it's been a pretty exciting week like you know i mean big you know i there's some things that happen behind the scenes that you know about and i know about but that just say scream you know you're you're going places on the on youtube i guess so <laughs> it is what it is but uh, I want to thank everyone who's here. Kyle, what's up? Stick Boys, what's going on? Your mom in the chat. Eric Williams, welcome, welcome, welcome to the chat. You know, you guys are tuning into the most fire chat in YouTube. So, um, Hartman, what's good, buddy? Oh, the week that was, man. And, and if it wasn't crazy enough for everything that came out at San Diego Comic-Con, we have so much more craziness that came out this week. There's you know, been a there's lot some, of cool news. There's some DC comic stuff Ish wants to talk about that we'll get into. Um, so, I, you know, bringing everyone with us, Kyle. Trying to bring everyone with us. Um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into a little bit of geek news. I know we're waiting on Ish. I know we're waiting on Lance. Um, but let's just kick it off. I know there's some, some stuff at the top of geek news that you want to talk about. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and kick off. The show with a little bit of geek news this week. Let's do and, it, man. And our first topic is 
Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic being permashelved? What's going on with that? You know, I was surprised when I saw this news. Uh, I think it came out Monday or Tuesday night. I can't remember which, but I, all of a sudden I'm on the internet and I see that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is being indefinitely put on hold, which basically means it's going to get canceled. I mean, maybe not, maybe not, but that's what that sounds like to me. And based on what I was reading, like the they've done like a little vertical slice that they've shown off to some of the executives, and they're not impressed. The people at uh, Disney are not very impressed. Uh, they don't think this is very good, and it's not going the direction they want. Here's the thing, though. This studio's been working on it for three years. And so now what? If this just gets completely shelved, are they going to put it in the hands of somebody else? Because I tell you what, man, gaming fans are very excited about this game. They really want it. I myself am familiar with the old Republic storyline, and I really wanted to see this remake come to life because I've tried to play the original game. I've tried multiple times, and the gameplay is awful. And I thought that when it came out. It's not just because it's an old game. I know some people really like it, but I think the gameplay in that original game is terrible. <laughs> And so it just makes it really hard for me to play the game. Um, so I was stoked about the remake. I'm like, cool, this will give me an opportunity to play it in all its glory and new graphics and new gameplay. And, and I was stoked about it. So the fact that it's being shelved sucks, to just put it simply. Um, now, if it's a bad game, ultimately it's a good thing. Like, I don't really want them to release a piece of garbage. Star Wars has had enough bad press that they don't need more. Um Star Wars gaming has been pretty good. I mean, they there hasn't been a ton recently, but Jedi Fallen Order, obviously people love it. People are stoked for the sequel. Um, that Squadrons game didn't get too much love. Like, I don't think it was hated on, but it wasn't like super popular. But, you know, Star Wars is in a better place right now. And I have a feeling that if this game was terrible, they're just like, we don't, we don't need this to tarnish the name of Star Wars. I don't know. What thoughts do you have? I know you're a gamer as well, Matt. So what do you what think? What really do you show that shows you this game is bad? Like, it's such a beloved game. Like a lot of people, whenever you talk Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic is like the one of the first games that comes up. So keep you keep the story the same. You figure they might change one or two things, but they're going to de develop the you know increase the graphics. Of course, this game's got better graphics than what it came out. Um, uh, you know, so you upgrade the graphics, you keep the story. What's really to hate on with this? People have been clamoring for this for a long time. Um, like I said, it's the, the number one Star Wars game you hear about. Knights of the, what, what do you want? Knights of the Republic. What do you want to see in a movie about? Knights of the Old Republic. You know, it, it it's very, like you said, sought after. And like Hartman said, yes, they really want it. Clamoring for it. So what is so bad about it? I, I guess I want to know. Like, I, I'm going to guess the gameplay sucks. That's what I'm guessing. But um, how do you mess that up? Like, it's already there for you. You just have well, to. Well, they're redoing it. Because the gameplay is really old. Like I said, that's the reason I haven't played the game. The gameplay was bad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they've done it with Resident Evil. They've remade the first one, which is a game that came out in the 90s. They remade the second one and the third one. And, you know, it's now they're getting ready to re redo the fourth. Like, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they've left some stuff out and tweaked things a little bit. But how badly do you have to mess this up for them to be like, no, we're good. We're, we're going to pass on this. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a buggy mess. 
maybe i don't know like maybe they're trying to turn it into an rpg and the rpg elements are just really terrible you know game development takes a long time but if they're three years in and maybe they were expecting them to release this in two more years or something and it just looks like an absolute disaster maybe that's why they're saying you know what let's just stop hartman wants to know if there was lore in the game that was going into the movie universe I mean, nothing that we've heard officially, and we don't even know if they were for sure going to follow the story of the original games. I suspect that they were going to follow it, but I, I could see them changing things. Like, that's been Disney's MO, sometimes for the worse, you know? But we, we don't know if any of this was going to be in the movies. I mean, there's there's Old Republic stuff that's already canon, like uh, Darth Bane, for instance, and Revan are canon. The Rule of Two is canon stuff like that that comes from from the old republic era but we don't know a lot so at the end of the day this kind of sucks though so many people are clamoring for revan to show up too mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that want keanu reeves to do that and revan's a really interesting character good guy bad guy good guy like i mean that's a similar arc to um kylo ren but revan did it better <laughs> so did it first and did it first yeah yeah, put it up on the screen. Hartman says it seems like a good VR opportunity. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I've played some Star Wars VR and it's cool, but I would rather have like a third person action game played on console or PC over a VR game. VR is just different. The, the gameplay Force is Unleashed Three. Oh, dude, I would love Force Unleashed Three. The first, those, both of those games are really good. The second one was way too short but they're both really good. And I was really bummed that the second did so poorly and we couldn't get a conclusion to that story, which I also think is it's in part because it didn't do as well. And then the other is that I think it was like a year later that they sold to Disney. So it could have been a bit of both. Moving on here. We got some Avengers news, hot take out of San Diego comic-con. We're going to talk about phase five and six in a little bit, but we're talking, um, that came out that Avengers, the King dynasty is not going to see the Russo brothers return. Instead, Shang Chi director, Destin Daniel Cretton is going to be helming uh, Avengers, the King dynasty, but will not be helming secret wars. So Uh, I'm surprised he's not doing both because with these releasing so closely, together it seemed kind of like an infinity war and endgame situation where they're tied together so i'm surprised but maybe they just don't want to announce it yet that he's doing it i'm i'm just kind of surprised that it's not the same director because they haven't announced a secret wars director yet right no they have not they are keeping it very close to the chest Mm. as of right now but it will not be i mean they've gone as far as to say it'll not be the russo brothers because the russo brothers have been the ones that were like, we'll come back and do another Marvel movie. We'll come back and do another Avengers movie as long as it's Secret Wars. That's what we want to do. That's the movie we want. And something tells me maybe this, the idea for Secret Wars isn't what they wanted or Marvel doesn't like what the Rooster Brothers were going to bring to the table for that. Who knows? But as of right now, it could be a, a giant work. As of right now, though, Russo, Russo Brothers are out. Somebody else is in. So, Yeah, I... I, I for me this is a good thing that that this director is doing it. I thought Shang Chi was one of the best movies we've seen in Phase Four, 
In fact, I'd probably put it as my second favorite after Spider-Man. Um, so if we're going to get any of the directors of the more recent movies, I think he's he's a good one to do it. So in that regard, I'm I'm excited about it. I have a feeling that that the character that he directed, Shang-Chi, is going to play a big role going forward in some of these movies. Um, so, and I think the Ten Rings are going to be playing a decent role as well. You know, they keep teasing that. You know, they keep teasing the Ten Rings stuff. They had the post-credits in Shang-Chi. They've, you know, I think there's a lot going on there. So, See, I see you, Patrick, because I think the same thing. Russo Brothers is still going to direct Secret Wars. Just wait. I I could see it happen. I think so, too. I, I think so, too. Unless they're so involved with the Gray Man that they decided <laughs> that they don't want to do it. But from what I'm hearing about the Gray Man, haven't watched myself, but what I'm hearing through the the streets are talking on the gray man and, and what they're saying isn't very good so wow, i thought um, it was great you liked it yeah i loved it it doesn't that doesn't surprise me oh shut up you and you and pepperoni both love everything man that's not true that's not i have true. to i have to watch it but i'm not um, saying it's a work of art but it was a fun action movie with a dumb story you fangirl over gosling huh i do that man has Pecs, Chris, just glistening pecs of, of and, glory and chris evans <laughs> yeah chris but, evans is all right i kind of have a feeling like i get maybe it's just me but does anybody in the chat or even you max get the feeling that these two avenger movies are going to be split so we know that they're trying to do the the street level and then the the um, multiverse stuff or the cosmic stuff so it kind of feels like kang is gonna be that comics the the cosmic stuff and then the the street the street level are gonna meet into it and then that's what secret wars is gonna bring it, it feels to me like the two secret wars or the two avengers movies might be that split between the cosmic and street level stuff that they're they're trying but is to it, pull off i mean but isn't secret wars like the beyonder and he's bringing in like all of these powerful heroes i mean to fight one another isn't that kind of the idea behind secret yeah, wars secret wars is going to be ma- a massive movie a massive yeah. movie so so, so I, and i may have just been misunderstanding you but because it, to me secret wars wouldn't be the street level heroes so much as more of the cosmic powers but i would also expect those more cosmic powerful entities to be in the king movie or are you saying that that just that just so in general it's going to combine all of them the together? kang movie comes before secret wars it released yeah. before Secret Wars. So I think the cosmic stuff is going to conclude in Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, and roll into Avengers uh, Secret Wars. So I just think that this movie will, will probably finish that the multiverse stuff that they're talking about, and then Secret Wars will be the movie. It all culminates there that leads into Phase 7. So you think there's going to be... Um what's the term they used in doctor strange and i know it's a comic term but where two worlds collide like do you think that's going to happen incursion an incursion is that going to happen in king dynasty you think and Um, then secret wars is going to be like the fallout of that probably yes okay i could see that but but isn't the whole multiverse saga all of season of of phase six no well um secret wars in and of itself is multiverse yeah so the avengers secret wars ends the mole is the official end to the multiverse saga okay because that's what i was expecting because what i i had a theory earlier this week there's um 
there's this rumor going out there that the reason we haven't heard anything about X-Men casting is that supposedly they can't cast anybody until 2025 because of contracts. They can't replace were... any any actors. Well, sure, I guess they can cast, but they can't have them play their roles until 2025. And so... Well, hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. They you're not going to cast... let me finish my sentence. Okay, go ahead. They can cast X-Men characters and announce them now if they've never been played by anybody before. That's that's do you, does that make sense? They can only not cast the characters that are currently in contract. Yes. Okay. So what I was going to get at is because all this is such a multiverse thing, I wonder if we're going to see those Fox X-Men characters or some of them come into this big event. But why is that though? Because you would think that that contract because they signed it with 20th Century Fox when Disney they adopted acquired, contracts. I, you would think they would be null and void at that point, though, because well, they're not well, through 20, 20th Century Fox has been dissolved. They don't exist anymore. It depends on the language of the contracts, because if you remember, Disney purchased Marvel, right? But Sony still retained the Spider-Man contract, so Disney had to adhere to the Spider-Man contract. They didn't sign it. Marvel did. Well, because well, Sony didn't own. I mean, that was already done deal though. Sony already owned those rights. So, but that's... it's it's the same thing. If 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 Fox signed a contract with these actors, and Disney bought, so Disney bought Fox all of their all of their debts, all of their contracts, all of their their liabilities, everything. So that would include these contracts if they have in standing contracts with these actors. Yeah, I look at it the same way as like what's going on with Microsoft and Activision because, and with Bethesda too, they've talked about when they've bought out these companies that they have to honor existing contracts, such as Deathloop had to come to PlayStation first, even though at that point Xbox owned it, Ghostwire Tokyo, same thing. And there's like all these Call of Duty contracts with uh, PlayStation that are in place. So that's kind of how I look at it. It's the same idea, but I don't know. I don't know if there's something in the contract that if they get used by 2025 then it re-ups the contract i'm assuming no but i just think that because if if that rumor is true i think that we might see some of these maybe we will get hugh jackman to show up in secret wars or james marsden is cyclops or something somehow or i don't know i, well, that, I think that'd be pretty cool i did see a rumor that potentially we could see toby Maguire in the black suit again i don't think secret so wars. No, Why? I don't think so. You're going to see Tom Holland in that suit. That's the whole reason Venom is left at the end of Far From Home. They're going to do it right, and you're going to see it happen during Secret Wars. There's already, so rumor going around, there's already rumor going around that Spider-Man is going to play heavily into Fantastic Four. So that tells me when Secret Wars hits, that's when that black costume is going to come into play. So you're, you're not saying no to, to Tobey Maguire. You're saying no to Tobey Maguire in the black suit correct yes so to, so you're, you're okay you're toby mcguire in the black suit makes no sense in secret wars absolutely no sense because that's where spider-man gets in the comics that's where spider-man gets that black suit so it makes no sense for that for toby to show up in the black suit in secret wars i'm with you there matt i think that it's going to be tom holland and that's how they're going to introduce it which is pretty exciting that it's going to be i mean we don't know for sure that's going to happen but if that happens it's exciting since that's like his original origin so do you think do you think we're just not going to get an eddie brock story in spider-man like because there's no spider-man announcements as far as any 
like it'd be weird if it just secret wars and then he gets a black suit like there's no there's no lead up to it except for a drop of venom at the end of no way home i think the reason you're not getting it and i might be wrong because like my memory is it's been a crazy week but when they announced phase three and four was there a spider-man movie on the docket for the announcement of three and four yeah i'm pretty sure there was uh let me double check because i think we, that we talked about it Sony, on the show um well i'm pretty sure that they've already renewed for more spider-man movies and there's a lot of things that are not announced for phase six yet so maybe there will be another spider-man movie maybe yeah um, so i don't okay so i'm looking at the original phase four timeline check this out let me open this up i mean i was we we're going to talk about this later I didn't want to talk about it right now, but this is kind of going to my point. What I was looking to make here, and then we'll talk about it more later. Uh, share my screen. Here you go. Here is the Phase Four lineup. You have no Spider-Man on there whatsoever. Black Widow, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Eternals, Shang Chi, One Division. Doctor Strange, Loki, what if Hawkeye Thor? There's no Spider-Man on there because I think it's because it's Sony owned. And so they're not post they're not gonna put that on the official timeline because too much hinges on what Sony decides to do. So how do we how did we find out there was gonna be a Spider-Man movie? They announced it. They announced that Sony announced that Spider-Man um No Way Home was in production i'm pretty so, sure that yeah after no way home came out they announced they were going to do more or maybe it's just a, a rumor <laughs> that we're thinking is real so i thought they were doing another trilogy is what we had heard yeah so well they've said that no way home officially ends that home trilogy yeah so um but yeah we'll get more into that later uh Again, like we talked about, The Gray Man is already getting a sequel and a spinoff less than two weeks after release. Um, I haven't watched it, but I heard a lot of talk about it on the con floor because it was had a big presence at San Diego last weekend. From what I've read and heard, the reviews aren't great, but Max said he loved it, and therefore I'm sure Lance probably loved it. I I don't want to say I love. I don't want to say I loved it. I. It had its issues for sure, but it was fun. I'd say that much. Yeah, it was fun. It was is uh, the action was enjoyable. You know, the story wasn't like great, but it was a the story a was fun... good. I thought it was the 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 uh, dialogue was bad. Lance had to go off screen so he could feverishly Google to try and prove me wrong that there was some no, essence of I'm off screen Spider-Man. so I could eat my dinner. <laughs> okay. Some feverishly trying to prove me wrong that there was some essence of Spider-Man announced and one of these reveals. I literally have no me. hands on my keyboard. Okay. They're both on my dick. Just kidding. Oh, oh, great. That's why he's not on on the yeah. camera. Um, um no, it's it's fun. It's 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 not groundbreaking the story was a good idea it's based off a novel but i just thought the dialogue some of it was kind of cheesy oh i think it was cheesy intentionally that's the vibe i got it was intended to be a cheesy action movie and they succeeded in that there's there's one one bit in the movie that i've actually already used post watching it that i really like which is 
it's just another Thursday was one of the ideas in the, in the movie. Um, just that something crazy happens, but because this person's so used to it, they're like, yeah, it's just another Thursday. And I, I don't know. It's just another action movie, but it was fun. I don't know why it's getting this much like a sequel. Okay. If they want to release another version of this movie in three, four years or whatever, but a spinoff on top of that, like, and I don't know if the spinoff is a movie or a TV show or what, like, it's not that great of a universe, but I would would watch another one. It's their most expensive movie they've ever made. They put more money into this than any, yeah. Netflix paid more. It was 200 million, I think, to get this made. Wow. I mean, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are probably a big chunk of that budget. Wasn't somebody yeah. else big in it too? I mean, Anna de Armas, and then you have the yeah, Russo so brothers. It's like a summer fling. Who who was who was uh oh Billy Bob Thornton? Oh yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, there's quite a few big names in it. So the effects were good. I mean, there wasn't like a ton of CGI. It was more practical effects and explosions and stuff. Speaking me of, of a Netflix, Michael Bay movie. Speaking of Netflix, I I saw an interesting thing. Someone brought up on the Joe Rogan podcast that netflix is going to go belly up and that youtube is going to be the netflix killer because on youtube people are making things of this quality movie quality for next to no budget and putting it out and doing it daily as to where netflix is spending hundreds of millions of dollars to bring something out once a year i haven't seen anything this high quality on youtube yeah i'm not i'm not sure how much i agree with that i i do agree that youtube they're they're making some phenomenal content but they yeah. can't but like the amount of people that are actually buying their premium is not that big like not many people are buying youtube premium so yeah like well, why there's... would you cancel netflix if youtube is free youtube has the benefit of the content creators are paying for their own content. Like, yeah, YouTube doesn't, you know, pay for it. And there is some really good content on YouTube. Like there's a lot of people I follow on here, but there's not movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, some, there are some like fan movies for star Wars and some other things and, and whatnot that are really cool. And there's some really talented people, but I don't know. I don't know if I agree with this idea. Cause I, I think they're, they're two different mediums. You're talking about watching like, a formal movie on Netflix or TV show versus like fan made content that isn't licensed or whatever, or I don't know. I'm not sure I agree with Rogan on this one. You're I, muted by the way, Matt. I think, uh, I think Disney plus or HBO max will be bigger contenders to Netflix. But I think YouTube. you, you got to think about it. Content wise, YouTube is free. People are putting out content daily where it's taken netflix years to put out content yeah so you could start a series you could create your own series and put an episode out daily for free like you you know youtube is netflix is charging you what 20 dollars now yeah they're too expensive to watch and youtube unless you get youtube red is free youtube's not paying anybody anything people are just putting it up well it's so paying them after they get the views well yeah but that then you're getting through ad revenue and you're getting paid in different ways than having to spend million dollars up front yeah and you get paid out from outside sources with you know sponsorships and stuff like that 
my thing is just the UI of it. Like the fact that I can go on Netflix, go to movie, like sometimes YouTube maybe relies a little bit too much on word of mouth or whatever. We'll just all go off camera. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just trying to wolf my dinner down. <laughs> but, and uh, you know what I mean? Like YouTube TV has a really good UI. It's really easy to like discover new stuff, but on YouTube, like for instance, my kids watch YouTube on their TV and it's hooked up to my account. So when I go on YouTube, all I see is like kids playing with toys and shit. So I don't ever get to see all that cool stuff because I'm, it's not showing me that that is what I'm into. Does that make sense? Like the UI of it is, I don't know, but Disney, Disney plus, I mean, the fact that they have Hulu Disney plus, like, and they're coming out with movie style TV shows and stuff like that, like, like cinema quality stuff. And you can get both of those for $13 a month. Like that to me and, and HBO max is what $15 a month. They're both cheaper. So for less than 30 bucks, you can get four, three streaming services against Netflix who Netflix, like, what would you say? One in 10 is actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> what uh I'm, I'm waiting for it to come up here hartman says you got to punish your kids for watching these on your account <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just i think it's interesting that they're willing to th try to build this world universe out of the gray man less than two weeks after release like without like the greatest press on it like i don't even know what's i'm kind of surprised too not that it's it like, matters. It's like 48 or something. It's not good. Tomato score. Yeah. Um, on tomato score. 46. That was pretty close. Yeah. Well, 46. What's the audience score? 91 audience. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what matters. So that's true. That is what matters. I don't know. So there we go. Now I don't feel so bad. I'm an audience member. Okay. Only 9% of people disagree with me. Well, there so you there you go, Zaggy, or whoever it was I don't, in the comments saying it wasn't good. I don't understand how it gets a 91%. Because <laughs> people got poor taste like you? Well, 91% of people just have a positive view on it. Isn't that all that means? It doesn't mean they're giving it a 9 out of 10. Oh, they're, know. yeah, they're raising, they're rating it positively, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I would give it a positive, I don't know. I mean, it says because it's not a thinking movie. No, it's not. It's 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 a it's popcorn a flick. Mind, yeah, if you like Fast and Furious, film. it's a similar idea. It's a little smarter than Fast and Furious, if we're honest. I don't know. I think it takes a lot of intelligence to put a car in the, to put a, a Fiero into space. <laughs> like was, honestly, that movie I, was bad. The latest yeah. one was bad. Do you remember how pissed I was walking out of that theater, Max? I do remember. I was like, I paid money to see this shit. No, my thing is with the Gray Man. Like, I think that they. Th thought that it was smart when they were making it like i think they thought this was going to be like john wick for them you know what yeah, i mean I, like i think so but the whole time i was watching i was like oh this feels like a michael bay movie like just cheap explosions and cheap dialogue anna darmus is awesome though i'll watch anything and it was like. done by the russos yeah like you go from what was her last movie was it candy 
or no, is it called Candy? The one with Tom Holland? No, Cherry. Cherry. Uh, was that their last movie? I don't remember what their last one was. And Cherry was a pretty intelligent movie, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you go from yeah, it was, that, it was pretty heavy. Yeah, you go from that to this, and this just like, like I popcorn flick, and then dumb popcorn flick. Like, I think are two different things. And this is a dumb popcorn flick. It's not a movie that I ever need to watch again, nor a movie that I need to explore the rest of the universe. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Cherry came out in 2000 or, or 2021. So, yeah, that was her last movie. Plus, Chris Evans looks like he's getting ready to film a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is. I don't know See? who told him, like, oh, yeah, grow the stash, man. That's a good look. See, Lance is being harsher on this movie than me. I liked it. I'd give it a positive rating. I don't know, like a 7 out of 10. Like, it's not wow, but I liked it. I'd watch I, it again. I think like I'd when the right sequel, when the sequel comes out, I'll watch this one again in preparation for the sequel. Oof, go. You know uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Lance, no, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, um, Max was saying how he watched the man from Toronto and how it was kind of dumb and stuff. I like that movie better than I like this one. Oh no. Cause that movie has the comedy aspect to it. It was funny. The man from Toronto was pretty funny. But it's the same as any Kevin Hart movie you'll watch. It's really not any different. Dude, I'm not a freaking bear like you, Kyle, did. Dude, I can't wolf it down. I'm actually talking and being part of podcast. <laughs> Largest dinner ever. What's up, Ish? Speaking See of the man can. from Toronto. Yeah. That's this What guy. up, brother? What's going on, boys? But uh, moving on here, we're going to talk a little bit back to Max. He's got some more video game insight on the possible sony square enix merger yeah so supposedly sony is interested i don't know if this is going to go through i kind of hope not they're interested in buying square um at least square enix tokyo which i think would be like all the final fantasy games and some of their other um some of their other uh you know japanese rpgs i don't know man i uh some assembly required right zaggy he's making his brick up uh <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. So Hartman's saying Final Fantasy exclusivity. They kind of already have Final Fantasy Final Fantasy exclusivity. So is it really that big a deal? Probably not. Um, but I like that Final Fantasy finally made its way to Xbox. But as soon as it made its way to Xbox on like FF13, it didn't take long for it to not be on Xbox. FF14, still not on Xbox. FF15 was. 16 isn't. 7 Remake, nope, not on Xbox. And that's not like the end of the world to me. I have a PS5. I love playing on it. And I prefer to play on PC no matter what. Um, but there's just been so much industry consolidation that I'm starting to be like, I don't know that I want more of it. Like, I'll be honest. I'm more open to Microsoft buying studios just because I know the games will then come to Game Pass. <laughs> like, that's the selfish side of me. Whereas Sony, they're not doing, you know, day one releases on their service. So that's why I don't even have it. Um, but... I more and more, I'm just getting worried about only three companies owning everything, you know, three yep. or four companies owning everything. I, not that Square Enix is a small company, they're huge, but that's kind of why I'm concerned. If Sony buys them, that's now another big player taken out. You know, there's been rumors that Microsoft might buy uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, that'd be great for my Game Pass subscription. But again, now you've got 
this big studio that releases a ton of stuff going under another, you know, big uh, umbrella. Same idea with Disney buying more crap. I don't know that I want them but, to buy more other than Spider-Man. I just want them to own Spider-Man. And then after that, let's, let's stop buying crap. Is it really you that know? bad though? Because in the long run, yeah, they're still releasing like all the studios, Xbox is bought up. They're still releasing games for both for every platform. It's just that now you have triple a publishers working on your exclusives versus indies or you know up and comers working yeah exclusives. it's tough i like it i just i mean for the most part xbox isn't putting the studios they're buying on playstation it's just the activision like call of duty stuff that's going to remain but otherwise i mean new bethesda games they're only going to be on xbox uh, I've heard that Bethesda is going to be cross-platform. They're saying that your Fallout's Starfield isn't are going to be because well, Starfield might be an Xbox only exclusive now. That's what I'm saying. But the new games going forward, obviously, you know, anything that's already released is going to stay where it's at. Fallout Four and you know all those are going to stay where they are. But if when they eventually release Fallout Five, I don't think that's going to go to PlayStation. I think that's only going to be on PC and Xbox. Which again. I own all of them, so I don't really care that much, except for the fact that I worry if there's no competition, are Max these studios going to get lazy? Don't privilege. you don't don't you have both of them? Yes, he's got everything too. <laughs> I, I think he actually has a switch. I don't have a switch. I do I have a switch too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's your privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle says Lance only eats one corn kernel at a time, so he doesn't see any corn in his poo the next day. Because <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> uh i don't know if xbox would do that because xbox has been a champion of this whole cross-platform thing i mean they're reaching across the aisle working with nintendo on stuff yeah they're very good master chief may make an appearance in super smash brothers yeah that'd be cool but they'll do that but they're not going to put halo on nintendo no because that's their that's their proprietary but i don't think that they would like that was made for Xbox, but I don't think that they would buy a company and then rip it from PlayStation, especially if this is what of I think is happening. I, of no, this is what would. I this is what I think is happening. I think Sony and Xbox are buying all these companies because they have a stranglehold on some of these companies. And if they rip something away, it's kind of like we'll keep giving it to you if you keep giving it to us. Does that make sense? Kind of protecting their own asses, really. Because if if Sony was to lose Call of Duty, that's a death blow. Well, that's the and that's like been the one exception, is that they're not losing Call of Duty even with Microsoft buying Activision. They've already but said that. Fallout but that's is smart. also a huge game. That, but I think that's only going to be on Xbox. But Kyle Call of Duty, no, Kyle does not give a shit about any of this. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Kyle's just <laughs> being funny. I'm telling you right now, Fallout is going to be exclusive. I can almost guarantee you that. I'm not a betting man, but I would bet on that. Call of Duty, they're not making exclusive because that franchise is way too big. And they understand that with an online platform game like that, it's going to be a much more lucrative idea to say, you know what? You're going to get the game on Game Pass if you're on Xbox or on PC. But PlayStation players, you got to pay 60, 70 bucks, whatever they're going to charge so that they can have that. That player base and then there's going to be all the microtransactions on top of that i don't care how big fallout is it's going to be xbox exclusive i'm telling you 
I I I would be shocked if like Fallout Five came to anything but Xbox and PC. I worry I worry that they would that that they would be shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, I don't think that's well. Why happen. isn't Spider Man? Why isn't Spider Man coming to Xbox? Because it's a it's a PlayStation you know, exclusive. The video. Oh yeah. So why can't Fallout? All Insomniac games are are have always been PlayStation. That's exclusives. not true. Huh? That's not true. Sunset Overdrive was an Xbox exclusive. Came out in like 2013. I don't. I just. I don't. All I know is Xbox had a chance to have Spider Man and they turned it down. I know that was stupid of them. I don't know. I just don't see a world. I don't understand why Microsoft would do that. They bought the studio for a reason. Sorry, I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about this one. As you could tell. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I think they're buying these studios to put the put the a gun to the other one's head. I think that's really what's happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't hold an imaginary gun to your video game publisher's head, okay, sir? <laughs> Better holster it. <laughs> no, but I think Sony's like, oh, you're buying Bethesda and you're going to have those? Then we're going to buy Square Enix. No more, I don't know, Kingdom Hearts for you. No more... Fant- yeah, I, they're, you know what it- they're definitely going to do that. If Sony gets this, Xbox is not getting those games anymore. I guarantee you. Yeah, That's been Sony's track record. There's only been one instance where they have not... Um, taking the game away from Xbox, and that's with Destiny. Sony, they just Sony maybe. I, Sony maybe, but I think Xbox plays a bit more in the sandbox than Sony does. Sony doesn't care do. about their consumers. Yeah, but Bungie's like Xbox's like ex girlfriend that they don't want anymore. Like it's like <laughs> they trade it up because really Bungie did Destiny or did Halo the first couple Halos, and then the good ones, and then yeah, did the first three yeah. Destiny and Split, but like they haven't really gone anywhere after destiny and you're all they're continuing to do is rehash content for destiny two, which is the same content over and over again. And and so really Bungie isn't like that. It's like, you know, going to the prom date, but having to settle for your cousin or something. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So Hartman, yes. Xbox did get type zero final fantasy type zero. They did. Um, I mean, Bungie, you're not wrong that they're rehashing the content in Destiny, but the game's still really popular. It's it is very usually, popular, yes. It's still usually one of the top played games on Wait, Steam. You're still spending $60 for maybe like five, six hours of new content, and then it's back to yeah. just loot. I still loot, haven't, shoot, com- grind, I still grind, haven't grind. the new freaking oh. expansion that came out in February. I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of burnt out on Destiny. I love the game. It's one of my favorite ever, but I'm with you. I fell off for the same reason. I'm like, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. But I won't be surprised if in a couple months I start playing it again and I'm obsessed with it. And then I'll come on the show and say, guys, you got to play Destiny with me. And then a month later, I'll be bored and won't play it again. Because <laughs> that's what I do like every year, year and a half. Moving on, still in the video game realm, EA is working on a Black Panther single player open world game. It will be a story driven game focused on single player playthrough. The story will start, uh, uh, will start with the death of a main Black Panther character which may have been influenced by the death of Chadwick Boseman, who plays the character in the movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The title is given to a new character who survives the journey to become a hero. I like that. I'm here Let's for it. Let's go. Exactly. I think Absolutely. I think oh, it's, it's a EA? really cool idea. It is EA, yes. EA doesn't make only garbage. You gotta remember, Jedi Fallen Order is EA. They make decent single-player games. They make mostly garbage. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't I don't agree. But I don't know what stu- they didn't say what studio, right? It's just no. that yeah, I didn't <coughs> I, I'd be curious what studio would make this. Um because obviously you've got Bioware already tied up on Mass Effect and Dragon Age and you know um Respawn's already tied up with Star Wars and several other projects, Apex Legends and whatnot. So I think this is a cool idea, but I would worry what studio would do it. Kyle says, I'm going to steal your content and hide your watermark with my watermark, Matt. Well, I hope you did a better job than a channel that should not be named, sir. <laughs> I, feel like I, hope you, I hope you do a better job than a channel with 1.7 million subscribers that's out here trying to rip off the little guy. But, you know, I wish you all the, my, the best, my friend. But what were you saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Max. You're good. I pretty much said what I was going to say in that regard. Basically, what I'm getting at is, depending on the studio making this, it could be really good. But if it's one of the like lesser known EA studios, you never know. It could be awesome, but it could also. Are these garbage. snippets from the game, or yeah, they're just screenshots art. from the game? Yeah. I mean, if these so, are actually screenshots, this is pretty nice looking. So somebody's oh, I, already making it. Yeah, it's already in. It's already in the works. They just haven't released much information about it. And but I like the idea that it's single studio. player. An open world. I love open world games. You're telling me because I could see this kind of being stealth, stealth driven. Not that Black Panther needs to be stealth. He can, you know, he can put up his own with you know Captain America, um, and and even stronger than that. But I think I could see a, like this being a stealth game, um, and I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. I've heard some people say that like it might be a character creator type thing, and maybe I, I don't know. If you'd okay, be a so character or or what? I have I have info about it. So it's being run by the their new studio, helmed by industry veteran Kevin Stevens. S- Stevens worked on Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, uh, Shadow Ooh. of War, uh, Gotham City Imposters, Arkham City, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, Lego Harry Potter. Dude, yeah, that so guy's got the one fronting it. He's got a background. All right, I've played a lot of those games, and they're a lot of them are fantastic okay what's so, what studio did it say what studio it just says the ea's newest studio being helmed by this dude okay maybe it's a, an unnamed studio then <laughs> i'm excited uh, I'm about in. it give me a new game give me open world action adventures type stuff i'm in probably have some rpg elements i'll bet i bet you'll be able to like have skill trees and like customize your powers a little bit um things like that next up we're going to talk marvel Studios san diego comic-con uh hall h panel the new stuff that we got the stuff that i saw who the um, hell cares about this no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> launching into it we got our first look at phase five go ahead max what were you gonna say oh, i was just gonna joke that Ish is probably over here like, finally, something I can talk about. He's been on the show for like 20 minutes, and he's like, it's all video games. I don't play your dumb video games. Man, I all right, games. I'm still on a PlayStation 3, and then I'm looking at that Black Panther game, and it reminds me of Far Cry 2. So I'm like, I think I'm like 15 years behind all you guys. But uh, So they revealed Phase 5 We're getting is going to consist of um, Ant-Man Quantumania. February 17th, 2023, Secret Invasion, Spring 2023, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th, 2023, Echo, Summer 2023, Loki, Summer 2023, The Marvels, which I heard is being destroyed right now from people, um, 2023, July, Blade, we're finally getting Blade, 
November 3rd, 2023. Iron Heart coming out of Wakanda Forever. Uh, as Wakanda Forever is officially the final movie in Phase 4. Uh, in fall 2023, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which I think is a much better name than House of Harkness. Winter 2023-2024. Daredevil Born Again, which is going to be an 18-episode yeah. Daredevil series, which is supposedly rumored to have Spider-Man being involved in it. Um, 2024 spring and then rounding off phase five is Captain America new, new, new world order NWO. yeah where we're going to see uh, Sam fighting Hollywood Hogan <laughs> that's that's what we're going to get new world order Hogan and Nash um, for, unfortunately Scott Hall is no longer with us so it's just going to be Hogan and Nash and maybe they'll bring out X-Pac too who knows but Captain uh, America New World Order rounds out Phase 5, May 3rd, 2024. So you, you said something a minute ago, and then you just brushed past it. The Marvels is getting trashed? The Marvels is being trashed right now, yes. It had some Why preview that? screenings that were supposedly disastrous. Yes. Really? Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. looking at possible major reshoots. Yep. Which how do we get a part of it? How do we get a, to be a part of these screenings <laughs> what is that a year in advance <laughs> you got to know people man um so i'll start and hall h we got to see the trailer for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania um that trailer was very interesting you get to see where scott lang is now uh he's wrote a book he is kind of dealing with the fact that uh you know his fallout from being an avenger uh his kid cassie wants to take up the family legacy and she wants to also um, be able to shrink down and, you know, get her powers, what she has in the comic books. So you see a lot of that. You see Scott go into the quantum realm. And as he is in there, a figure walks up to him and Scott turns around and says, who are you? Don't you know that I'm an Avenger? And we get our first look at Kang the conqueror who replies to him and says, you mean an Avenger and I haven't killed you yet. And that's where the trailer ends. So we got to look at, also we got to look at Modoc in that. Um, How does he look? He looks really good. I heard um, that he's, uh, he's, re- he's kind of a robot now. They replaced mm-hmm. the iconic giant stretched out face with just a robot face. And we got to see a m- quick snippet of Bill Murray in his, in his role. Nobody knows what it's going to be yet, but um, did this trailer drop or was amazing. it a, uh, hall h exclusive it's a hall h exclusive there are poorly um poorly shot and angled clips of it released early online but i believe it was getting pulled just as quick as it was getting put up i'm assuming that they they, i'm assuming that they told you to turn your phones off for those moments right yeah when before the panel even starts there's a big thing that a big thing that goes across the screen that says no recording in hall h uh, if you're caught recording, they're going to boot you out and you're going to lose your, uh, you'll be banned from Comic-Con forever. So, um, yeah, you're not supposed to be recording, but people do anyways. Well, cause like a lot of people got photos. Like, do they not care about you getting photos or no, you could, they, you're not, I mean, you're, you can record like the people on stage and stuff, but they don't want you recording any video footage shown. Sure. Sure. On the screen. So, um, just like fun. us when you just like us when you had press, they say you can talk about what you saw. 
um, but you cannot show video of it. So uh, we also got to see a trailer for Secret Invasion, which is very interesting. It's a little bit more, it's a little different than I thought it was going to be. It's very like uh, James Bondish spy espionage um, type stuff where you've got Nick Fury coming back from Nick Fury. Um, Come on. Nick, yeah, Nick Fury for all you Love and Thunder friends, but um, our fans, not friends. But you got Colby Smolders talking to Nick Fury, and, and it opens up with her being like, you know, when I paged you and called you, you didn't come. So you think she's talking to Captain Marvel, right? But then it pans, and it's and it's uh, Nick Fury sitting there all bearded up, and he's talking about the invasion that's coming, and then they show shots of different um, agents that we've seen before, and all of a sudden, like, they start multiplying and scrolls and all that ooey gooey goodness that we're going to get from secret invasion i'm excited for secret invasion matt you said love and thunder fans mm -hmm. that's silly <laughs> why because <laughs> nobody's a fan of love and thunder because that movie sucked <laughs> love and thunder that, that's silly <laughs> um then we got guardians of the galaxy 3 trailer which i thought was interesting that um james gunn came out and said the only reason he hasn't released it online yet is because he's not happy with the special effects and they're getting you know marvel's getting crushed in the special effects game as of late but that movie looked beautiful um, when they showed it, you get your first look at Adam Warlock. It's very much picking up through from the events of Endgame, where uh, Gamora is there, but it's the other Gamora, and Peter Quill is struggling with the fact that it's not his Gamora, and they keep uh, he keeps referring to her as such. It's a very somber trailer. The song title, the song uh, title they use or option they use in it is very somber. You get lots of shots of the team together. It very feels like. It's going to be a heavy film and there's going to be heavy repercussions to this film as it is the final iteration of this guardians team as we know it um Matt, some you get this feeling what i'm just going to interrupt you really briefly and say thank you sir for what for just talking about this you're getting me hyped up oh. man because i tell you just seeing these screenshots over this you know comic-con weekend i was like yeah that's cool there's a lot of new content but phase four has been so disappointing to me overall that i just have lost some of my excitement for marvel and hearing you talk about all of these things i'm just like oh my gosh i can't wait for that i can't wait for that i can't wait for that so i'm just saying thank you i'm glad you and uh yeah so it's up. it's very heavy you very much get the sense that somebody in the guardians team isn't making out of the making it out rocket. of the this movie alive oh uh, that cat's that cat's out of the bag because it's rude rocket. yeah rude. you don't you think it's rocket yeah I think it's going to be Drax because Dave Batista already came back and said he's not doing. He's this Could is his be final film. Could be both. Could be we're both. Gonna get baby, we're going to get Baby Rocket at the end. We are going to. <laughs> well, we're getting Baby Rocket. I think because it's going to be a flashback to him being created because of the the big villain in this movie. So since the High Evolutionary is the villain of this movie, I think you're going to get Rocket's origin story because yes, you do see a Baby Rocket in it. And Baby Rocket is going to, I think, annihilate ba the the fandom more than Baby Groot did. So I think Baby Rocket is going to just run that fandom crazy. But yeah, like James I said, Gunn has se said several times that Rocket is not safe. So it's a very it be a misdirect. I don't know. I do have a Baby Rocket, Kyle. But um, yeah, I I think Chris Pratt gave 
an amazing performance in the from what I saw in the trailer. And it was interesting when they brought the cast out. Um, no, and I guess kind of makes sense because Dave Batista wasn't there and nor was Bradley Cooper, but the rest of the cast was. But they had not seen the trailer before going on stage, so it was interesting to see like their emotional response to the trailer. And I just can't wait for you guys to see it once it drops. Um, it, it was definitely the movie right now that I'm hyped for in Phase Five. I'm hoping D23 we get to see some of the stuff. I'm I'm thinking we're gonna get to see a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if we also get maybe an Echo trailer at D23. Uh, I think Echo is filming is currently being filmed right now. I think that's why you didn't say anything. I think Loki season two is also being filmed right now. Um, yeah, I'm not expecting to see anything on Echo or Loki until next year, no. personally. But Ant-Man, Secret Invasion, yeah. But we also got um, our look at at uh, Phase 6, which is Fantastic Four, November 2nd, 2024. There's a lot of empty dates here in 2024 and 2025 leading up to Avengers the Kang Dynasty and being rounded out by Avengers Secret Wars at the end of 2025. There's a lot of open spaces here. Um, there's a lot more to come. I think I know we, uh, one of our other stories here that would just kind of goes hand in hand because I think it's our next slide. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But there's also titles. So I leaked that there was a lot of discussion around the, the title leaks for Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and Thunderbolts and all that um, coming down the pipeline. But there was also leaks and trademarks for titles of Avengers Eternity Wars, Captain America, Red, White, and Black, Celestials, End of Time, Midnight Suns, Nomad, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, Shang and then the Black Knight Origins. Uh, Black Knight Shang-Chi, Wreckage of Time. I can't see because the slide I, thing is like right yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. I think Shang-Chi two or you know whatever if that's what it's going to be called i bet that comes out before the next avengers that seems reasonable to me and i think well, black knight makes a lot of sense hold on pump it a little bit the he's also the same guy that's directing shang chi is also doing the avengers so so when would he have time to do both well they could get a different director for the shang chi sequel i don't know they're giving this guy the avengers yeah i don't know you're probably right then I, I wonder if, she, I don't know. Get. I'm just trying to think of if there's any characters that we've seen right now that could get another sequel before the next Avengers, and I was thinking maybe him. But, yeah, maybe not. I mean, that movie just came out, what, last year? So that would be relatively quick to get another Shang-Chi movie. But wasn't it, wasn't it ready? It was pushed because of COVID? Wasn't yeah. Wasn't it ready a couple years before that? Uh, I don't know if it was ready a couple years before that, but I think it was originally going to release in 2020 yeah and it came out in 21 so yeah. ish let me ask you as the resident comic store worker here runner what is there anything in phase five or six that intrigues you um that you think is going to be a, a big deal that people are sleeping on as far as comic books yeah um maybe secret invasion you know, I think the Agatha Harkness stuff, that's all been snatched up during WandaVision. People ran out and got all that. Ironheart? Um, you know, Ironheart's, yeah, that's kind of been trending for several years now. People have been waiting for this. So, yeah, grab Ironheart now. That's, 
you know, before that ex completely explodes. Echo. Um, they recently had the, uh, an, what was it, Echo Phoenix song. I still have copies of number one sitting on the rack. Number one. So when I look at that, I'm like, that has zero speculation power. But you never know. Things things can change overnight. Well, I've, I've seen a lot of people clamoring for that um, Daredevil Born Again run. So I, I think that's going to be probably pick up a little bit too. But that's, you know, um, are they just sharing a title or is it actually going to represent? Yeah, I, well, isn't Born Again kind of, they already covered that storyline in, in the Netflix stuff, right? Yeah. So so I'm not, I yeah, know, when I saw title or... Born Again, I, I was like, I'm not sure what this means exactly. Maybe they're just referring to a soft reboot that this is yeah. the series, the character Born Again. And it doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but we'll but see. I am concerned with what Disney intends the new world order to be. It's Hollywood Hogan, bro. I told you. <laughs> I already told you. I think it's going to be something else, but yeah, Blade. Blade might, um, you know, people might you know start jumping all over Tomb of Dracula comics and stuff like that. Werewolf by Night, anything Blade. Yeah, I go, mean, go ahead, Matt or Lance. I was just gonna say, can you go to that next slide? This where slide. is where's Morbius two? Because it's Morbin time. <laughs> That's Sony. I gotta, I gotta say, I think this, I know, this upcoming I phase, I found it to be a little <laughs> underwhelming. I don't know. I'm looking forward to Ant Man, Guardians, but the rest, I'm all just kind of in a wait and see mood. Mode, like I don't I'm know. more excited for phase. I'm keeping six. my expectations low. Especially after seeing Thor. Um, there's got to be some Disney Plus shows in this. Yes. I think Black Knight's going to be a show, right? Or is that meant to be a With movie? With Kit Harrington? Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be a show. The the thing I don't know about, though, like these are just trademarks. So Avengers Eternity Wars, that could be a comic book series. It could be a video game. It could be a Disney Plus show. It could be anything. Captain America, Red, White, and Black. That sounds like a... a because they're doing the... the uh, what is it? What's the comic book runs? They're doing like Carnage uh, and Moon Knight, Red, White, and Blood, or something like that ish, isn't that? Or um, I can't. Remember. What are they called? They've done Carnage. They're doing Moon Knight. They did Electra. Yeah, yeah. Black, White, Black, and Blood. Yeah. So well, that could be like a Captain America. That could be a comic book series, Red, White, and Black. So the um, last movie here comes out November seventh, two thousand twenty-five. Right? When does when does uh, Captain America come out. Was that 24? Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. So we know it's not we know it's not a movie. So Matt, you're saying some of those trademarks might just be for comic titles, nothing to do with movies. I well, I think they could be comic titles, they could be video games, they could That's be Disney possible, Plus yeah. shows. Yeah. I I don't like I don't foresee them all being um movies. Well, Midnight, yeah, Midnight Suns, Midnight Suns most more than likely is some sort of movie or television property because they already had the 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 copyright for that name for a comic book, right? Yeah. Well, and a video game that's coming out in like a couple months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's got to be a. I don't know the Captain America one to me, and maybe Avengers, looks the most suspicious as far as could be. Could be a uh, and maybe Black Knight could be comic titles because. We're getting two Avengers movies. Why would they not mention a third one if we were getting a third one? And then 
Captain America comes out in May of 2024. This ends November 7, 2025. They can't pump out two Captain Americas in that much time. No, I don't think there will be another Captain America. Now, the Celestials could be a show because they play a part in Secret Wars, right? Yeah, not but in the I comic. I mean, yeah, not in the comic books, but I don't yeah. I don't see them. I think the Secret War is going to be title only Secret Wars. I don't see this having anything to do with the comic book, especially if they're doing a Kang movie first. Well, we were kind of talking about that a little bit at the beginning of the show is I think Lance was saying that he's heard that you're going to get Toby in the black suit in Secret Wars and I don't think so. I think that's where you're going to get the Tom Holland in the black suit is is in Secret Wars. Um, if Tom because Holland they, is still around. Well, yeah, but I just don't see the how thing. they. I mean, Secret Wars is Beyonder and Doctor Doom, so they all, mm-hmm. they, you know, obviously we're gonna have the FF movie by then. So yeah, I think Doom you could will be in play, but it's gotta I be think Doom will be in play, or it's, or it's something totally. They're just gonna come up with something new. I mean, why couldn't they do the Beyonder? I think they could still do it. Isn't the Beyonder only like introduced in Secret Wars? Like it's not like Correct. he was around before that. So there's no really, there's no real issue there. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming we're going to get some character introductions in that movie, if not at the end of Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Kevin Feige did come out and say that these two phases, the end credit scenes, are the most important they've ever been. What five uh, and six? In in phase five and six, the end hmm. credit scenes are the most important they've ever been, is what Feige said. Interesting. Well, I mean, if you look at the the if if. Midnight Suns is going to be a movie. You got to look at and think of all the character introduction they have to do because, like, some of those members were like Caretaker, Vengeance, Hellstorm, Scarlet Spider, Morbius, Werewolf by Night, Johnny Blaze, Doctor Strange, Topaz Blade, Iron Fist. Like, there's Man Thing, Doctor Voodoo. There's like so many of the the past members that, unless they're going to build a whole new Midnight Suns team, that they still have to introduce. Somehow, I I wonder if some of these aren't even going to happen before, or maybe Phase Seven. Well, and if they do, yeah, if they do Midnight Suns before, it's probably going to be a different team. I mean, we've seen that before at the MCU. They're not always doing the the typical team you're used to seeing. Some of these might even be audiobooks. Like, yeah, it could be knows? all sorts of things. But I I don't know. I so what I was reading going back to the X Men thing because the X Men are supposed to play in Secret Wars. The contracts like is supposedly it's like not until twenty twenty five you can't use those characters again. So then maybe there is a world where the summer twenty twenty five movie is the mutants or something. Maybe the contracts are up by then and they can they can do it. But Disney's got so many lawyers too; they can get around things. There's a reason you're hearing this Taron this Taron Edgerton casting rumors. There's a reason well, yeah, you're hearing but- this information now. You're, sure. I think he's outside of that contract because it's that's what I was gonna and... say. I think I think Taron Edgerton can get cast ahead of time, like Lance was saying, but he maybe won't appear until like summer 2025. Uh, I I just wonder if he's even if if the character Wolverine is even part of that because Hugh Jackman hasn't played Wolverine for a few years now. I think the main issues you're running into are Jean Grey, Cyclops, the ones sure. that were in Dark Phoenix. Oh, oh those, so you think it's the newer the younger kids, actors, the younger it prob- actors. It probably is. You're right. Which, it's probably those younger ones. Which is why we Jennifer saw Lawrence Evan- as Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why we saw Evan Peters as um, 
as uh, Quicksilver in WandaVision, the boner joke. Mm. Yeah, but he needs to actually be Quicksilver. <laughs> I think one of these movies could be Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's it could be. Getting a lot of rumblings about Deadpool 3. I think one of these movies could be maybe a Spider-Man. No, not Spider-Man. That's that'd be way too soon, I think, huh? Maybe 2025 we could get Spider-Man. Jessica, I don't know. Jessica Jones TV show, maybe? I did mm-hmm. hear something about a Heroes for Hire. That's gonna be Disney Plus for sure. Yeah, yeah, I heard Edgar Wright may be helming it. That would make you very happy. I know you're a big Edgar Wright fan. That would make me a big, a big fan. Big happy, lots of joy. Yes. Um, I think there's a few things here. And and one of these could be the mutants, but I just don't well, I don't know how they could start filming it without announcing, oh, this person's playing Gene Gray. This per- person's you know what I mean? Like it just feels too close. I wonder if Secret Wars could be the start of the big mutant unveiling. You know what I mean? If that's where yeah. we could see Jean Grey and and Cyclops and all these other characters. I have a feeling we're going to see Wolverine somewhere before then. I mean, it's it's only a few years away. If we like think about how spoiled we are, right? Like Yeah. You we we used to have to wait 3-4 years between movies. You know, Dark Knight came out in 2005. 2000 or sorry batman begins of 2005 dark knight in 2008 then it was 2012 before we got dark knight rises like that used to be normal that we waited three four years between stories but now with the mcu we're like well it's been six months where's my next part of the story <laughs> you know well and think about this too phase one two and three took 10 years yeah. we're getting phase four five and six starting in 2021 22 ending in 25 yeah yeah it's It's four years for three phases whereas before it was 10 years for three phases eric's asking what comic series do the celestials have a prominent role in is there a particular series that really highlights them best um a lot of eternal stuff uh i know they've done uh actually the current uh jason aaron's avengers run started with the whole celestials arc including avengers headquarters Mm -hmm. is now inside a celestial there you go but I know they've done a lot of Thor stuff. Um, yeah, Thor for sure. Quasar, Fantastic Four, X Factor, um, Ultimates. They've been in a lot of, but it's a lot of uh, Eternal stuff too. So, well, and speaking of which, that's something else that we still need paid off. Like Eternals came out. I know people didn't like it, but they teased more things. There's got to be something else with the Eternals side of this, this equation before. Secret Wars and King Dynasty. Wouldn't you guys think? Like, there's got to be a movie that ties in, or is or is the Marvels going to present some of that? Because that's kind of cosmic. I uh, no idea. I'm just speculating here. I don't know. I enjoy but, speculation. Uh, Marvel Mad Genius Kevin Feige has said that uh, San Diego Comic Con was just the beginning when it comes to Marvel Cinematic Universe announcements. So a stay lot tuned of for D23. Was- well, Marco over at uh, Runavision was saying he's a big Disney Star Wars guy too. He was saying he doesn't think anything's going to announce at D23, but I think that's wrong. I think you are going to get a lot announced at D23. So there's still I'm, a lot in the works. I think there. they were probably saving their big shit for D23, like X Men. Yeah, for their own in house thing. Absolutely. So. 
you know, to to uh, I think Max was saying how you know we have to wait for the movies, etc. Just shout out to back in the day where we used to get a James Bond movie every two years for forty years straight. That was a beautiful thing. <laughs> you don't like James Bond or anything? Are you just never. saying that as hey, a shameless yeah. plug because you're wearing a James Bond a James Bond shirt? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm in a Ian Fleming reading club right now. Nerd alert! Nice, you nerd. That's silly. <laughs> if you're a Kevin, we're Smith reading novelizations fan. of Thor: Love and Thunder. You gigantic nerd. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a slide for it, but uh, if you're a huge Kevin Smith fan, um, at his panel at San Diego Comic Con, they did show the first five minutes of Clerks Three, which was perfection in my opinion because I'm a huge Kevin Smith mark. But I know his uh, Holly panel was put online by him. I don't know if he clipped, kept the clerks footage in there or not. I'm assuming he didn't. But um, the the first five minutes of Clerks Three was was very very good, and I'm super excited for that. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet, watch out for the road show, or go on September um, 13th and 19th to see it in a when's, when's the road show. Uh, they're announcing different dates. They've already started announcing dates, so you can go online and check your tickets now. So, um, yeah, it just depends on when it comes to your city. Be a bait and switch. Clerks can we boot Kyle? Man. Can you what? Can we boot Kyle? No. No. Says worst fine. movies ever. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? James Bond. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's rude. I thought he was talking about the Clerks movies. No, that's he's just, talking about James that's Bond. Just oh, he'd be right about that. The Clerks movies are terrible. But moving on, Ben Affleck um, retired from playing what? Batman back in 2019, but now it's look, it looks like he'll be back in the bat suit for Aquaman The Lost Kingdom out next year. Yeah, it doesn't sound too retired. Showing up in The Flash, showing up in Aquaman. What else is he well, showing yeah. up with? Is it just You're those two? Just keeping going on that, that. I don't know why they continue to try to build this Justice League universe that's pretty much in the shithouse, but... They're going to keep trying to because it rules with a bunch of Z's, man. It rules. Poor uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, well, we'll go ahead and continue on our show right now. As we <laughs> get rid of this, this naysayer, Sip. the guy who's spreading lies. See, see what I said, Kyle, they don't want to hear me speak. They don't want to hear the truth. They're yeah, you're being censored. Words. You're being you're censored. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, he's not going to be playing a big role. This is reshoots. Like he's only showing up in reshoots. I bet he's going to be in like five minutes of the movie. I bet you it's probably to replace yeah. the the ten minutes that uh, of Amber Heard was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're gonna get a Momoa Affleck makeout scene? <laughs> no. Are we gonna see? Are we gonna see Ben Affleck give birth to a baby? Maybe. Yes, they're totally CGIing Affleck just over Mira. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be awesome. like a deep fake. <laughs> yeah. I'm here or just for put it. his face. It's gonna be his face on her body. With like, a, with I'm a interested cow. to see what they do here because clearly Ben Affleck isn't as ripped as he used to be. So I don't know if they're gonna get him a, a muscle suit or or what. That suit like it, was already muscle suit. That wasn't all Affleck. It wasn't all. Affleck. There's, he there's was a pretty ripped in there. He was pretty big, dude. He yeah, I mean massive. he's he's a big dude, but I don't think that. He was that chiseled, man. It's all, it's all CGI. The CGI muscle and J Lo just told him, "We just spent eighty million dollars on a home. Get your ass out there and work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "All right, a million dollars for five, ten minutes of Batman screen time. I'll do it." <laughs> yes, honey. 
So I haven't shaken my ass for it. 20 years. You could put on a Batman suit. Get out there. <laughs> hey, she uh, she was shaking her, t- her tush, what, a year or two ago at the Super Bowl? Yep. It's going to shoot the bed. But All right. What's next? Moving on. Oh, Tomb Raider. Why? The Tomb Raider movies like suck. One. I like the last one. All the Tomb Raider movies suck. Even Angelina Jolie was hot, but those movies are dog shit i like the last one a report from the rap reveals that mgm has now lost the film rights to the video game franchise after releasing one live action tomb raider movie in 2018 according to the reporting mgm did not officially green light a sequel to the film within the allotted window which was uh which was up until may of this year this has reportedly now started a bidding war for the multiple other movie studios to bid on the property uh the tomb raider sequel has been in development since 2019 but nothing came of it. So womp, that's womp. what I don't get. That's why it's been in development since 2019, but they didn't officially green light it. Sounds like somebody's <laughs> getting fired. Yes. I hope he is working at fashionable mail and not going into Kyle. I think someone's getting fired. Well, that last movie totally bombed. So I like the last lost, one. They lost a shit ton of money. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't do. There's well. not been a good Tomb Raider. They're only hoping they do like crossover with like uncharted and pair up with Tom Holland. The same I, movie. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked this one okay. It's not the best for sure, but I'm not like super bummed about this. Like whatever. Damn, it's just devouring those chicken wings. <laughs> she just looks she just looks perfect for it. I hope that if a new studio does pick it up, they they just cast her cuz I think she's perfect. I mean, I I think someone else could do just as good of a job, but she she did do well. I she just uh, looks like her. Like I, mean, I honestly think you'd be better served making the Tomb Raider movie rated R. Honestly, really make it like visceral and, and bloody. And I, I know they won't people... do it because they want it to be a general audience, but the game's think... pretty freaking violent. Go ahead. I just see people. <laughs> <laughs> I just see people looking at this movie and be like, "Oh, it's just like these ten other movies." Do you know what I mean? I, I think that that's the issue when it comes to Tomb Raider. You look at National Treasure, Tomb Raider, Uncharted, like all those movies kind of follow the same beat for beat for the most part. You know what I mean? <laughs> that maybe maybe it's maybe it's consumer confusion. I don't know. Or maybe it's just consumer fatigue. Hartman says Could be. sounds like a person who'll end up saying, I don't know, I was fucking a computer graphic ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle wants to know if you're eating the bones too ish. But yes, it is National Chicken Wing Day, folks. Free wings at Wingstop. Ooh. All right. I take back what I said in the chat. Ish is a bigger wing fan than me. I didn't even know that. Wow. Really? Can't be too big because Wingstop sucks. <laughs> Wingstop's not that bad. There are better places, though. Cogburns. You got to go try Cogburns ish. Where is that? If you say Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to kick you out of this. I have no Buffalo Wild Wings sucks too. No, uh, I don't know where Cogburns would be by you, but you should check. Cogburns is you order Wingstop on the website, you can ask for them extra crispy. That was my (laughs) issue when I go. They I feel like I'm eating. I hear this four minutes till midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they close at midnight. Order delivery now. They yeah. would be so pissed. 
Man, but I do love chicken wings. Moving on, let's get into it. The interview that is sweeping, that's going viral, that's sweeping the internet. CM Punk's comments on the retirement of Vince McMahon, the culture of WWE, and how the treatment of its superstars. Ish, I know you've seen the interview. I'm dying to get your your thoughts on this. Um, what what do you think about CM Punk's comments on Vince McMahon and just that that entire <coughs> interview in general? You know, I felt I it kind of felt like sour grapes, and I don't know that he was kind of lashing out. And he's still, he's still pissed off. And I don't know. Did, did he really compare um, Sasha Banks and Naomi to Brock Lesnar? Like that's kind of just the, well, just in the fashion of when they walk, how they walked out. Yeah, they're well. They're you doing, still can't compare so, those. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's totally different. Well, it's more so in the the tr- the treatment of it, like that they got trashed and called disrespectful on live TV, but Brock walks out, throws a hissy fit that look, Vince is obviously being, he's clearly being investigated and there's going to be more that's coming out for this man to step down. I agree with punk sentiment that there's no way that just because he says he's retiring, that he's not pulling the string somehow, some way. He still owns 80% of the company, right? Yeah. He still owns 80% of the company, but his daughter-in-law now took over his seat is for him. Triple H, her son-in-law is in a isn't the head of talent relations now, and so there he's still going to very much so be pulling the strings behind the scenes. Just because the the face has changed doesn't mean that the puppet master still isn't back there pulling the strings. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, they just they, they need to get rid of all this really bad PR, basically. And I also agree that the way they traded Sasha and Naomi for walking out for being mistreated by creative. They should not have done that because they did not do it for Brock. You know, Brock wanted to take his ball and go home before they what gave him a new contract and begged him to come back to the show. Like, I I agree a lot with punk punk sentiments. It's coming from a WWE fan. I want to see it change. I want to see the culture change. I want to see the product change. I I want to see, you know, better from WWE, but. He got trashed. He got trashed too, right? Yeah, we want to see better. Who got trashed? CM Punk. Yeah, they called. They took him through the ringer when he took his ball and went home because he was. And he had a whole lawsuit against the WWE doctor that he didn't touch on. But yeah, he pretty much got pulled put through the ringer when he decided that he was going to walk away too. Uh, But I mean, there's there's been other wrestlers that have taken their ball and went home. Stone Cold Steve Austin did it because he didn't want a job out to Brock. You know. It, it it's this isn't the first time this has happened it's just big big news because vince mcmahon the old powerful vince mcmahon who is the face of professional wrestling is says he's going to retire and you know it's easy to pin this all on, on on mcmahon and paint him out to be this darth vader but gotta remember these guys all these guys cm punk included have major egos and so any sort of bump in that scene in the hierarchy, they're all, they always they don't take that well. And I think that's part of we're seeing that too. And I believe, and I can't remember who, but the whole uh, Sasha Banks stuff, there was other wrestlers from the locker room who were saying, well, there's another side to the story and that Sasha and Naomi were kind of acting like over-entitled and, you know, they, they went against something that was already like pre-planned, pre-written and, 
you know, and that they claim that like, oh, on the day of the rehearsals were dangerous. Or I, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, they called. The they basically is, said that Becky Lynch was unsafe. Becky Lynch was one of the wrestlers yeah. they said were unsafe and that they didn't. That's want kind of come up. One of the four horsewomen, the pillars of this division right now. Is, so I feel there's 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 soap opera in the background with these people. Like I said, they have massive egos. They have their own little soap opera. It's like almost like kayfabe within kayfabe. But Brock kind of looked like he threw a hissy fit too. He essentially did. Yeah, because... so I don't so I don't understand the difference ish. Well, the well, it's... well, Brock came back and finished the show. Brock came back because they gave him more money. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, but like allegedly, know, Vince McMahon paid hundreds of millions of dollars to pay off sexual victims. <laughs> yeah, so like I said. And when this full interview I announced at the top of the show, the full CM Punk Jade Cargill interview is going to drop tomorrow, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time right here on the channel. You'll get to see additional comments he made about the, the Sasha Naomi situation and how all that went down. And then the full Chris Jericho interview is going to come out, too. And Jericho talks about it, but he's got a very different perspective of it, too. Like, he doesn't talk about them leaving. He just says, you know, they're doing their thing. You know, it is what it is. I'm here now, and he's very EC, or, uh, AEW focused, unlike Punk, who was had no problem taking these shots. And but I, my sent my as a wrestling fan myself, I very much support what Punk says, and and agree with him a lot too, because you you shouldn't go on TV and trash Naomi and Sasha. And say that they're unprofessional, but then you don't do the same thing when Brock's throwing hissy fit and actually takes his ball and go home. Naomi and Sasha were this isn't the first time Sasha did this because she's done it like what last year after WrestleMania when she dropped the title to Bianca Belair. So this isn't the first time she's done it, but it's the first time Naomi's done it. And like still Brock threw his hissy fit and went home. Sasha and Naomi were there, they were sent home. Brock heard Vince was retiring, said, fuck this, and tried to walk out of the show. And they had to offer him more money, allegedly, to come back. Like, we don't know what happened because we're not behind the scenes. But I, I feel still feel like the commentary team should have made a comment about that as well. If it came out that Brock was leaving the show, they should have addressed that as well if they're going to address their female superstars the way they did. Let me ask but, you a hypothetical, Matt. If CM Punk was, let's say, let go or kicked out of AEW and WWE was like, yeah, we'll pay you big bucks to come back. Do you think he'd go? Uh, no, I don't. You think he'd just rather just. Yeah, because I don't think it's about the money for him. Like he had his run in WWE. I think he'd go back to writing comic books and stuff like he's already got a comic book deal lined up whenever he wants it. I think he'd go back to doing that before he went back to WWE. I think the only reason he came out of retirement to work with AEW is what because of what they're trying to do what they represent the young people coming up exactly what he said like the, the culture shock the change he he's there to be a part of that and i don't think going back to movement yeah i don't think going back to wwe is anywhere on his his mind i honestly think that if he was given a big bag of money he would tell him no i mean I, it, it depends on how much of course money talks so if it's like fucking like you know 50 million dollars or something like that i think he goes back but it, it just 
it depends on the sizable bag of money that you know it'd have to be like a number that nobody could walk away from i feel like these two competing entities AWWE, it's almost like become like politics republicans and democrats like well, was that what it was back in the day? WCW, and it's just a lot of BS going on. Six things says Punk would go back if Jack Tooney was in charge again. I don't know if he would. What? What were you gonna say, Lance? Isn't that yeah? The and that's same no as, on like, the blue what it was cheese, back in the day. The yeah, blue cheese tastes like feet. Uh, uh, you're a good person. Yes, you're disgusting. a good person. Um, isn't that the same as back in the day when it was like WCW and WWF? what like the politics stuff like two big was... two big rivals yeah isn't this kind of what's happening again no because AEW isn't on that level that wcw was like but they could get to that level eventually yeah but they're not they sell out smaller arenas but they're not selling out massive arenas like wwe is like there's a reason that you know they didn't go to msg in new york you know there's they're not selling out massive arenas the way wwe is so it's it's not even on the the level of competition wcw versus w you know wwf at the time it's it's not even there nor that it doesn't need to be like as a wrestling fan, I enjoy both products equally. I'm not one of those elitists who's like, "Oh, fuck AEW, I'm all WWE." I enjoy both products. But that's tough equally. because WWE is already seven hours of television a week. So if you start watching AEW, also that's another like three to four. That's a lot of wrestling every week. That's... I can't even get through an hour. So that's I find myself unfortunately <laughs> kind of having to having to choose. So we watch mostly WWE because I just. I don't have the time to also watch three hours of AEW. But AEW is is more so pure to me anyway, in my opinion. It's less of the backstage scripted bullshit and more professional wrestling. Like I feel like WWE has become more of a soap opera with the backstage antics and the backstage scripted bullshit and less wrestling. Like you can have a three hour show and maybe have twenty minutes of actual in ring wrestling. Where AEW is the opposite. You have way more in-ring wrestling than you do promos and backstage bullshit. So they serve it, two different demons. Exactly. Yeah, but to be fair, how many times did CM Punk on AEW? They devoted like 15 minutes to him, and he didn't even wrestle in that show. It was just him running around yeah. playing the song. Well, it's so they milk they milk that shit too. Just as he's easily. a draw. I mean, he's a draw. People want to say Absolutely, yeah. People lose their this, minds. this interview is is exactly punk dude like i showed you the pipe bomb incident like this is punk this is what he does people tune into him to see what he's gonna say next he's outspoken people hang on every yeah. word that he has to see what, what he's gonna say next who's the biggest star for the wwe right now uh act, still active or just active like full-time part-time like i think there's a who's their biggest marquee star i mean i don't, I don't know what john full-time. cena because, like, if I you remember correctly, like, active right now, I would say it's Cody Rhodes. I don't think it's Roman Reigns. I'd say it's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, definitely, yeah. So, but, like, because you know, if I remember correctly. I'd say 181B. 
Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Sorry. To yes. Do. When I was when I was a kid, like the big thing was Hulk Hogan jumping from one to the other, and that's like what kind of put both of them in that upper echelon, both both divisions, I guess. I don't know what you call it, both federations or whatever. It was that acquisition of Hulk Hogan. Like if AEW comes out and makes a play to get WWE's biggest star, like well, that, do you that, see it as but, more of a rivalry at that point? Then yes, because then they're making that WCW power move because WCW was around for years. <coughs> what really what really put WCW on the map was that the biggest star in the industry walked Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan walked away from WWF and went to the, the rival in WCW. So I mean, you would need like even Daniel Bryan, even Daniel Bryan, who's a big name, isn't wasn't big enough to do it. I think Brock like stick with saying Brock Lesnar is the biggest draw in WWE right now. He is a big draw, yes, but I think John Cena is bigger. It would be like oh, John would, Cena, like you name those other people, and I'm like, who? What? I know Brock Lesnar because yeah, he but fought it feels UFC. like those two are like cameos now and not really like regular. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it would like be they like saving for like you need a big, big event. Yeah, yeah they bring in Brock Lesnar or, or, or Cena. Stone Cold. Yeah, it would but be you like Stone like, Cold Steve Austin leaving WWE and going to e, uh, AEW and wrestling again. It, it would take someone like that or like John Cena leaving WWE and going and wrestling in AEW or Brock Lesnar going in wrestling full-time in AEW, not part-time. Like I think it would take something like that to pull like the a the WW WCW event of the nineties with Hogan going over there. Yeah. Like you named a bunch of those people, what Roman reigns and Chad Rose. What, what was it? You said Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. The only one that I'm like, Oh yeah, that sounds like it would break the internet is John Cena. Like from a, from a, from a cavalier, you know, regular person. Like, I feel like that would break the internet. Brock Lesnar, I only know from UFC. I don't give a shit about his wrestling stuff. Well, I mean, you guys, you and Max aren't wrestling fans. Like, no, so I know. Yeah, I know. If you're but... a wrestling fan, then the big names are like Riddle, yeah. Seth Rollins, but Roman everybody Reigns. Hulk Hogan. Everybody. Like, Hulk Hogan was a star. Hulk Hogan transcends. Yeah, that dude transcends. Yes. So if you get that transcendent star, steal them from WWE, bring them on AEW. John Cena is the only one to me that is that transcendent. Or you get the well, Rock. Well, I think even here. the Rock too. Maybe. But like Hogan, Hogan did what Cena and the Rock did before. It was cool because he he left and he went Hollywood. You know, he yeah, did. He was a trendsetter. Yeah, not great movies, but he he was the first really to kind of him and Piper were kind of the first ones to do that. So. And then Rock is the one that like perfected it. Yeah, if I, the Rock is a big, but the Rock is a bigger movie star than he ever was a wrestling star. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say about that. The Rock, the Rock, Rock was has top a lot of movies dead. that are flops. No, yeah. but he was the top like last. Rampage was it last year? He was the top ten earning actor in the world because he does so many goddamn movies. I know, but he's. Huge, it doesn't matter if dude. they're good or not. He just the does Rock, so many yeah. movies. The Rock I'm gonna agree a, with Lance on this one. The Rock has a TV show on NBC, a hit TV show. Yeah, now called he does. Young, called Young Rock on NBC. He's being yeah. considered for presidential nominations. The Rock is a bigger, is bigger outside wrestling than he ever was in wrestling's very niche, dude. Like Max and I don't know a lot of these people you're talking about. We know who the fucking Rock is. 
You know, but I mean? if you didn't, I don't have, think it's that niche because. But here's where I disagree with you. Trends on yeah. WWE, it's like trends in the billions. Yeah, and here's where I disagree yeah. with you. If you didn't have Rock and WWE, you wouldn't have Rock the movie star. No, I Rock, I understand WWE that. Perfected the Rock, like I understand sure. that. But the Rock, John Cena, hasn't even been able to meet the level that is the Rock because of the Rock's movie career. Like the Rock, Lance, is in a this. let's DC wait for Black Adam. Out. Let's see how Black Adam does, and then we'll see Rock's true status in Hollywood. I'll tell you what. But think of how Stone, many number one, one hits name, that dude has had. Hold on, there's one name that made The Rock and is responsible for even The Rock getting into Hollywood, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you didn't have that Stone Cold Steve Austin Rock feud of the 90s, The Rock wouldn't be shit today. Movies yeah, but, are nothing because he would have never got into movies. Nothing. like. But The Austin Rock is bigger than Stone him. Cold. I don't, I don't think so. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you a fucking catchphrase of Stone Cold tell Steve Austin. I can tell you four or five of The Rock, and I don't even watch wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the biggest draw in WWE history next to home. Maybe in wrestling, like, but I'm saying The Rock is bigger. Well, because Stone, well, Stone Cold's had his own TV shows. Stone Cold has, you know, done a lot of stuff. He's just not into doing movies, so he's got his own podcast. Like Stone Cold's out there too. You he's just know The, the Rock, Rock, dude. You just know The Rock because he's in your face so much. No, because but, the rock, like the rock was kind of came on my radar, like back when like, Scorpion King came out. Well, I remember watching the rock. I used to watch the, whatever it was called back in the nineties, the WWF or whatever it was. I used to love watching that. Like with the sting and uh, I can't remember their names now. Gold. Goldberg, I remember Goldberg. And, was it Eddie Guerrero? Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Rock and. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to watch back then and, and play the video games and stuff and I have nothing wrong with wrestling I just haven't followed it since then I think it's a cool oh, cool little show. world I like the Big Show oh yeah the Big Show yeah I remember him yeah um, you're you're yeah sticks he I mean he's in your face because he's a big movie draw yeah absolutely but he's an A list actor his, doesn't mean his movies are good no, no they don't have to be he's an A list actor he is he not is an A list actor come on He's a top earning actor in the world, bro. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? He is an A-list actor. He is somebody that studios (laughs) go, hey, we have this new action movie coming out. Um, Who who do we really want to get? Who do we really want to get to be in this action movie? Oh, is The Rock available? That'll that'll sell tickets. He is an A-list actor. A-list actor doesn't mean you're So what was the biggest selling movie that starred The Rock? Not an ensemble like Fast and Furious. Jumanji. Jumanji That's an ensemble sold. piece too, but yeah, that was big though. I'll give you that. His face is the main face on the fucking cover of the movie, dude. But he <laughs> has so many movies where he was the star and they absolutely flopped. There's San Andreas, Rampage, Rampage. But who well, does Black oh, Adam man. will be the true test if he can carry no, a movie? Bro, on his you own. are a hundred percent wrong. No, I think she's right wrong. on that one. I think it's no. right on that one. Black Adam know? is going to judge a lot. Think about think about what Netflix's biggest movie last year was. Dude, but listen, Red think about the same Netflix the says they're here, losing millions of subscribers. Here is your here's your counter to that, Lance. Look at his supporting cast: Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, okay, Pierce so, Brosnan, 
Jungle Cruise, Jumanji, Central Intelligence. Jungle, oh, dude, Central Intelligence, Kevin Hart, Jumanji, Kevin Hart. But that Jack was before Black. Kevin Hart was a huge name, bro. Kevin Hart, no, that was it like was his second. That was like Kevin Hart's second movie, bro. Nah, I don't think he so. He was a stand up comedian before that movie. Yes, He's, dude. Kevin Hart's in a lot of movies, dude. And he was in a lot of what? movies before Jumanji. Why are you guys overlooking Super Pets? Like, that's The Rock's most Meh. Like, known movie. Okay. Meh. Zach, Baywatch, <laughs> Zach Efron. Like his supporting cast See, well, helps him a lot. Like sure, but that's Ish that is a hundred percent right. Movies. Like when no, when he's dude. gonna carry a movie, he does all right. Like Gridiron Gang, he does really good in Gridiron Gang. But Scorpion King, he's dog shit in that movie. Hobbs and Shaw, like that. Hobbs and Shaw, that's yeah. Well, it's the Fast and Furious franchise where he's carried sure. by Vin Diesel and Paul Walker before he died. That movie, he's carried by Jason Statham, one of the biggest names in action movies right now. Yeah, it's bro. I think you're I don't know. I feel like you guys wrong. just want to hate on Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. No, I love The Rock. Uh, I, I don't think him. he's a huge I don't think he's of a, a really good actor by any means, but to not call him an A-list actor or somebody that movie studios are like, let's put the rock in it because it'll sell tickets. No, there is no doubt in my mind that he's an A-list actor. There's no doubt in my mind that he Wasn't sells he? tickets, that he's a draw. It's just he's not. Wasn't he people's great. sexiest man in the world just three years ago? Was he? So was Ryan yeah. Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds, that makes more sense. Ryan Reynolds is a good looking I dude. don't was Ryan Reynolds people's sexiest man? I don't think so. Ryan Reynolds was the sexiest man. I'm pretty sure he pretty was. Sure he was. I, I'm pretty sure he was. I know Hugh Jackman was. I've actually like not heard a lot of people even talk about the rock being that attractive, but anyway. I love the rock though. Like I love The Rock when he was a wrestler. I love him now in movies. I will Bro, when was that, Ryan but... Reynolds? Because the last t- 15 I'm looking at were not Ryan Reynolds. Paul Rudd, Michael B. Jordan, John Legend, Idris Elba, Blake Shelton, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, David Beckham, Chris Hemsworth. When was Ryan Reynolds? I think you're expecting us straight men to pay attention to the most sexy man way too much. I'm just saying I don't that think that any is... of us care. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds won the title of People's Magazine Sexiest Man Alive in 2010. Yes, 2010. That's okay. a long time ago. Look at the look at <laughs> what's the, the argument? Yeah, what's your argument here? What I'm what, trying what? to say is The Rock is one of the biggest names in Hollywood right now, and has and Stick been Boy was the, the world's sexiest years. man in 1973. So you know, <laughs> I agree with you, though, Lance, Lance. Lance, 30, 40 years from now, nobody's going to be talking about Rock. I've not the way we still look at like Schwarzenegger movies. There's no way as an action I think, star. I agree with he's that. He's no way on the same level as like the action stars. But of the Schwarzenegger 80s and 90s. was not transcendent, dude. Schwarzenegger was transcendent. And The Rock is not. The The Rock, dude. How many? The Rock actors is popular. You know? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue <laughs> how that. many he's actors popular, but he's not gonna stand the test of time. Those actor. are not classic. Those are not classic movies. They're going to be It'd forgotten. Be, yeah, but no, I agree with you. It's, it's fast food Maybe cinema. The Fast and Furious ones might live on. Like that's a that's a big franchise. But that, those aren't rock movies. Correct. So yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I I, I the rock. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme was a bigger was a bigger uh, action star than The Rock. And do you think that the general public, like most people, like have seen some of those Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> movies? I don't like think they have seen Schwarzenegger. Like Schwarzenegger is <laughs> you can't compare the two, dude. Dude, Hartman's amazing, bro. 
<laughs> he said Lance is arguing that we would fuck the rock if he let us. And we're all like, no nah way, dude. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that dude, most people know the rock and not because of wrestling. Like John wrestling, Cena wrestling on, made John, him who he was. Yes, my, John Cena my, stood on Jimmy Fallon just a year ago saying that he owes everything to The Rock because The Rock showed him it was possible. Did he say Hulk Hogan? Did he say Stone Cold? Did he say Big No, he didn't say any of those dude, things. He said because The Rock. Hulk Hogan and I'm I'm here to tell you Hulk Hogan and I'm gonna Roddy pull Piper a Lance. opened the What's door. Next? Well, Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper opened the door. <laughs> the Rock perfected it. Yes. That's that's what it is. That's but what I it's said. Because of WWE that he got there. If it wasn't for WWE, the rock wouldn't be who he is today. So there no, a lot of the fine. rocks. Big draw comes from people that know him from WWE. Correct. But the rock is making money from people that don't know anything about WWE. Now that's where his money is coming from. Yeah, like now. Of, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's, I'm not, we're not, I think we're, we're agreeing and you guys are just yes, still arguing. We do this shit often. <laughs> Often we do this shit. All right. Like we, I agree he's mega popular, but I will not agree that he's a list. Bro, so what do you here? Think your mom says is? the only reason we know who the Rock is because he comes from a wrestling dynasty family and managed to transition that into a movie career. He got lucky, and it's only because of wrestling. Yeah, that's his fine. cousin Roman Reigns has tried it. That's not what I'm arguing. As, as that's big. not what I'm arguing. I'm arguing Ish's ignorant shit about him not being a list actor. This is never going to come on our show again. Stop insulting my <laughs> Hungarian pal. I don't think it was ignorant at all. I mean, he's, he's an A-list, A-list actor. He's not. He's <laughs> look at him shake his head, bro. We'll look see. At that right we'll there. see. Black Adam. We'll see. If Black Adam can make him A-list. Black Adam's going to make. If Black Adam does like Shazam level numbers, he's fucking B or C list. But Black Adam. Black also, Adam's got to do like Spider Man numbers. Me, can you provide me what you consider? B or C list because B list to me sounds Almost like everyone. There's no you know the stars dude from are, are the a dead thing. <laughs> it might just be Tom Cruise right now. For a decade, it was like surprisingly Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg had like eight movies in a row that made over a hundred million dollars, and there's nobody else list. came even that close. But there's a list, and there's a list in Hollywood of Brad Pitt. This is why mm-hmm. it's called the A list, right? There's a list in Hollywood when these people are making a movie and they're looking for star power attached to it. The Rock's name is on every single pick, one of those lists. That's how thin the pickings are these days for movie stars. That's not true, dude. You yes, think you it is. Ro- There's so like, few good movie stars left. So would you consider Robert Downey Jr. an A-list actor? So Yes, because he's so, an actual actor. He's oh, a because everything, everything, everything flopped outside of Iron Man, just so Here. you know. Here, let me give Doolittle you made nothing. Sherlock Holmes made nothing. Everything flopped. That's not true. I'm sure Sherlock Holmes I'm movies were huge hits. What do you no. think? Let's move on. No, they yeah. were not. Here's, yeah, here's your were. list of A-list. One hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's, here's the issue's point. Here's your list of A-listers that are all above the rock. Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, Samuel Jackson, well, Al Pacino. From that right now. But I Jack think those Nicholson, guys have seen their Bruce day. Nobody Willis, goes, oh, I'm seeing the movie just because. Matthew so-and-so. McConaughey, Harrison Ford, Ryan Reynolds, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Russell Crowe, Edward Norton, Bradley Cooper. How old Walton is this Brando, list? Hank, Tom Hanks, Johnny Depp, <laughs> Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Robert De Niro, How Mark old Wilmer, is this fucking list? You think somebody's Cheeto, going, you think Nicholas somebody's Cage. saying, hey, we need people to go see hey, this movie. So let's put fucking uh, Edward Norton in it. How old is this list? This is going to be a new confused actors and movie stars because there's a difference. Only very few are both. This is a new brick oven pizza joke. A list has nothing to do with talent. Every week, someone's going to comment about this. 
Name some of those la- names again. Jack Nicholson, Morgan Freeman, Al Pacino, Denzel from Washington. Top. From the top. Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith. This does sound from the 90s. Dude, until, <laughs> no, but, but look at it. Leon, they're all recent Oscar winners. Leonardo DiCaprio recently wow. won an Oscar. Will Smith recently won an Oscar. Denzel Washington recently won an Oscar. Samuel Jackson, Al Pacino, Morgan Freeman, Jack Nicholson. Like okay, Samuel Jackson, you would call him like he's a list, dude. Hundred percent. Yes, because Absolutely. he puts butts in seats. The dude's never won an Oscar. I'm just saying. The, have you watched all, Hitman's Bodyguard? He is a travesty in that movie. These are all yeah, A-list. But have you watched like The Rundown? Have you watched The Scorpion King? Have yeah. you watched Rampage? Have you watched San Andreas? Like the rock is atrocious in almost every movie he's in. Yes. <laughs> See, Sticks Boy, the best rock movie is the one with Sean Connery. <laughs> dude, dude, a lot of right these there. a lot of these actors are trash. I mean, Paul Rudd plays the same dude in every movie. But I Paul love Rudd's him. a fucking treasure. Because yeah, I don't you Paul dare badmouth Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd, We're but could you Kyle, honestly call him could you honestly call him a good actor? He's the same character. Even Ant-Man is the same character that he is in every fucking movie. I disagree. There's a lot of Paul Rudd movies where he plays. It's not always like that. Paul I Rudd think he's talented. talented. He just doesn't get cast in. Yeah. Yeah. Different I, think, roles. I agree. He's kind I of typecast. Paul Rudd gets typecast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I just, I'm, I'm questioning Ish's definition of A-list. I want to make a divide between movie stars and actors, though. Well, I want to just one thing before we do that. That's all A-list. There's a reason why movie stars. Go everyone ahead. refers to him as The Rock and not Dwayne The Rock John. And not and it's still in his name now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's not just Dwayne Johnson. It's because of WWE. End of discussion. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is number 10 on this list that I just saw. You could call Mark Wahlberg a good actor. Dude, Boogie Nights? He can be a good actor. Mark That's Wahlberg? the only yeah, one. That's the no, only he's one. A, he's good in a lot of stuff. Oh, Pain and Gain's another. I love Pain and Gain, but it's and another. Now I'm starting to question wasn't this he list because Kevin Spacey's on it. Wasn't uh, Mark Wahlberg in Warrior? Yes. He was good in that. Like Mark Wahlberg has. Mark Wahlberg has actually done some decent uh, things. He's done some I'll give you a funny too, the Mark Wahlberg. Or a funny. Uh, yeah, this Paul Rudd joke from what Sticks. Oh yeah, that's six years, years old. The list I'm looking at. <laughs> so Sticks uh, just said Paul Rudd is 90 years old and he looks great. So as he's walking out on stage for from Hall H for Quantum Mania, someone in the press pit yells out, "You're the most beautiful vampire I've ever seen." And he said, <laughs> "Thank you." And then as he's walking okay. away, he was like, and he says it again, and, and Paul Rudd goes, "Thanks. It's just it's just all real world CGI." <laughs> he's like, "You don't age." He's like, "It's just all real world CGI." So Ish. I'm going to read you the definition of A-list actor. Okay. Can we stop okay. with this? Oh my an God. A-list this is actor, I'm about to log like, off no, because oh an A-list God. actor is a major movie star or one of the most bankable actors in the film industry. That's what an A-list actor is. This is like prime land. Is, right is here. the rock that bankable? Is he going to give up? Yes. Like I said, we have yet to see how truly bankable he is. He was one of the top 10 earning actors just two years ago. Yeah. For what? Two movies. One movie? How many movies have they made in the last year? Barely any. So yeah, one guy he gets paid something. Bro, it's gonna make dude, that list. Quit trying, dude. I'm poking holes in your theory all over the place. So just... let's move on here and let's <laughs> all talk right, about. I'll agree. How... He's an A-list actor. 
and he's a crappy A-list actor. Yeah, that's fine. He's a great. Let's B-list. talk about how DC's got to use Crisis to sell a, a drowning comic book friend or a comic book company, just like they had to use The Rock to save Black Adam to save a drowning film company. Go ahead, Ish. You you said you had a lot to talk and you want to talk about about the, the crisis. crisis stuff, dark crisis stuff. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. It, what is it? Because both of you got really even... pissed off about it. <laughs> Say that again. What is this? Because both of you got really pissed off about this in the chat. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not pissed off. I, I, I could feel the tension. Care, but... <laughs> so it goes back. You know, they had the death of the Justice League. I don't know if you're aware of that. Spoiler yep. alert. Yeah. So they killed off Batman, Wonder Woman. Superman, Green Lantern. I think Barry Allen Flash is the only one left alive. They're doing a big transition. A lot of people are saying this is remnants of um, Didio's original plan when they were going to have the 5G. I don't know if you guys recall that. And that, that They cobbled this back together to create a new Justice League. And to introduce this new Justice League, they came up with the event Dark Crisis. Even though we've had a final crisis, but nothing's ever final, right? So now it's Dark Crisis. People like dark shit. I, the first, you know, I knew there was problems before it even came out when we started getting emails asking us, begging us to pre-order more copies. I'd never seen anything like that ever before. Of course, there's always, there's, you know, we always get emails, hey, order this, order that. But specifically saying, please order more than what you've already ordered. And then they're the, offering extra discounts and stuff. I'm like, oh my god! Like this thing must be already bombing before it came out of the gate. So it comes out. We're two issues in. I know there's some people who are enjoying it. There's some people who think it's absolute shit. There's kind of two tribes. So you know, if you like it, that's I'm not taking anything away from you. But now we get the news that they're changing the title now. I think for issue number four. And now it's going to be Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Why? Because Infinite Earths is a, one of the most classic Bankable. DC stories. It's iconic. So they're like, oh, well, we if we got to put that name, maybe people will be more interested because Infinite Earths. Um, people are, so, you know, and that was pretty transparent. So people are like, what, what are you guys doing at DC? This is, you know, you're changing the name because you're panicking because it's so bad. Then they come out. I, th- I think Tom Taylor himself came out. He was like, no, no, no. This is we were planning to do this the whole time. We wanted it to be a surprise. Really? Well, you just announced it during issue two. So it can't be a surprise because you've already ruined that. So it's just back to they're panicking. They're changing the title. Something's really rotten in Denmark at DC. Yeah. And I it, it very much felt like that from their presser, too, is that it's like all hands on deck panic mode and desperate so, a desperate move from a very desperate publisher i don't think a dc title right now is in the top 50 cuz th- they wow. tried to push the death of the justice league very hard i think that fell flat and didn't quite do what they were hoping and it's i think i feel very much like ish does that they were like well how can we pick up sales i know we're going to put crisis on infinite earths dark crisis on infinite earths in the title and that's going to sell because of they're living on the iconic crisis on inventor storylines like they just keep grasping at that straw to sell books and like i like stick boy here he says i'll quote this email hey insert lcs name here have we got a deal for you so so do you guys see as potentially like dc comics like 
going away. No, I mean if they if they can't if they can't have I mean they're under new ownership. They don't have if they're not making money with the ownership saying this is a losing proposition. I mean that's very possible. And their their Justice League situation right now is just a fucking disaster. And it's it ended with Brian Michael Bendis writing it too. So it was like you couldn't pile on more mistakes. You know they're paying these people so much money to write this stuff, and it was just bombing. But they have DC has a chance here to turn the corner, and it's with Batman. So Batman just got Chip Zdarsky on issue 125, and Chip Zdarsky is probably one of the biggest names in comic books right now. And then mm-hmm. they got Ram V for Detective Comics. So which, these are kind of which, if these, you know, if they pan out like they should, because these guys are good writers, they could totally revitalize at least the Batman portion of DC Comics, which is integral because if batman's failing then you know that's foundational then the whole castle collapses the other one is superman and i think they're working on that action comics um they're trying to make action comics well like this is your superman you know there's the superman son of kal-el and that's kind of for a certain demographic right now but the traditional fans go back to action comics and that's where you're gonna get your real good superman stories so they do have a chance to correct course, but right now the whole Justice League thing is an absolute shit show. Well, and what what was Ram V just writing for Marvel? Wasn't he just writing? He was writing the Ben Riley yeah. Spider Man Beyond stuff, wasn't he? Is that right? You like what? that, right? I know he's or been doing Catwoman, he, and he did. Or was he doing uh, Swamp Venom? Thing. I know yeah, he Venom. was just doing a big book recently. Yeah, on... I think he took Venom over from Kate's, right? Uh, someone in the chat should know this. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He was writing. Yeah. Um, I like Stick's comment. He was Crisis writing. on Warner Wonderful. Boulevard. Yeah, Crisis on <laughs> yeah. Warner. Boulevard. I like it. It's too bad because DC was on a roll for a while. I thought they were like, I well, New Fifty Two going... was generating a lot of sales, right? Until well, then, Rebirth. I thought, had to I thought Rebirth was really. Thought yeah, Rebirth was, was really a very strong start. Rebirth was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I read some of the Batman stuff in Rebirth. And I was like, oh, I like this. But they do. So they they often switch, though, like Marvel and DC, right? Like who's riding high at the time? Because I remember when Rebirth was coming out, Marvel wasn't having a lot of really good books, right? That's what I remember from Jason. Yeah, Marvel and Cameron. They were both Marvel reporters. was struggling for a while, too. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like Joshua Williamson's another massive DC writer, too. Uh, I mean, He's writing the the Robin book, and that's with Damian Wayne. That's been one of the best DC books. That and uh, Nightwing, which are both his books, I believe. But it's not selling so, for whatever reason. Robin and Nightwing are. They sell well. Batman. I mean, it's, was it's a, one of those things where, like, at our shop, those are, like, decent sellers. They're not bombing. You know, we have tons of Nightwing and Robin fans. But you were saying none of them look are at the, the top overall, 50. You look at the overall numbers. Yeah, when you look at the overall numbers, it's a super ugly. Do you think that a lot of this speaks to the success of the movies? That because the movies are successful, people Williams are going isn't out writing. And that, those who's, what, who's writing Nightwing right now, Kyle? I thought Williams Williamson was. It's, it's Tom Taylor, is it not? Oh, is it Tom Taylor? Yeah. But do, do, Ish, what do you think about that? Because like the Marvel movies do pretty well, even the bad ones. I mean, they they sell. Sure, right? absolutely. And you get these kids coming in and and they're more than likely probably going to pick up the books. Do you think that discovery could really start by turning the corner on their movies? And then that would pick up the comic sales. 
Possibly. I mean, when you say kids, if it's younger kids, I mean, honestly, a lot of comics, most comics aren't for young kids. Yeah, well, it's just just general audiences in, in general. What would you, you know? say the average age range of a shopper of your normal day-to-day customer is? Yeah, no, that's that's all over the map. I mean, all day long, I get kids from kids to old people. So it's a, it's a mix because we're, we're also kind of a, a bit of a destination shop, too. So it's almost like tourists come just to like, oh, we want to come look at your Superman number one. So we really get the whole gamut. But, hey, all this week, you know, it's I think it's the last week here before school starts in Arizona. We've had a ton of kids in the shop. And, you know, last uh, week. and they and they asked for specific things. We had a, a young girl today was like, I, I, I like Scarlet Witch. Show me some Scarlet Witch comics. A lot of kids coming in going, you know, I want to start reading um, Spider-Man or Hulk. It's the classics, basically. But see, these, those these, are, always... are, all, these are all characters that just had really big appearances in movies. True. I mean, Scarlet True. Witch. We had a kid come in the other day who was just out. like, Thor. He saw Love and Thunder, and he was all about Thor. Ah, and the mean yeah. and the bad were like, ah, we hated the movie. But hey, the kid loved it. And he just wanted yeah, Thor That stuff. movie was definitely geared towards my kid. My boys are going to love it. I didn't like it so much, but. Oh, I hated it. I just wonder if if Discovery is smart enough to see, okay, the movies suck, so we got to make the movies better. So let's not just Eric Williamson has the pertinent the question right, right now. there. Is who spends better the question? Most. What age, ultimately yeah. that that drives the market, and it is definitely right now. Um, I'd say mid thirties to mid fifties. So, so you're agreeing with kind of like thirty five to forty? Oh yes, yeah. Definitely. Guys like us, we're definitely the ones spending the most money on comics by far. That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, shoot, I, I, I'm not a huge comic reader, but because even before Comic-Con, I was like, I bet Secret Wars is the next thing that's coming up. And so I was at a Bookman's, which isn't a comic book shop, but they have comics there. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to see if they have Secret Wars here. You know, one of the like, you know, the graphic novels and I can pick it up. They didn't, unfortunately. So I ended up picking up a copy of Civil War. But like even me, who doesn't read comics much, I'm like, well, I want to read this stuff. It's going to be in the movies. I want to, I want to get up to speed. I want to know what's going on. So we also have a lot of kids come in. They just want, they just want manga, you know, and I'll show them our manga section, but I'll I'll also ask them, you like comic books? You like Spider-Man? You like Batman? They're like, no, just manga. It's like, all right. Yeah. Manga's huge. Well, that's, that's why. Very compartmentalized. Everyone like, you know, this is what I like. I'm just focusing on that. What were the books? To answer Hartman's question, I did not tell the kid I hated it. (laughs) What what were the books you said Matt to read before No Way Home came out? Was it One Day at um, a Time and No One More Day and One, more then day. one Moment in Time? Yeah, that's the only reason I read those the titles show together. One day at a yeah. time. <laughs> one day at a time. Well, all five it, seasons of that. Marvel, I kind of feel like Marvel, and maybe this is just me. I feel like they tip their hand in their comic books with what's coming up in in oh, the absolutely. cinematic universe because they try to get that stuff in your forefront. What was the big Absolutely. books this week? Venom. Who's in the background of Venom? Kang the Conqueror. Kang. You know, Kang the Conqueror is all in, in Venom. So then you get, well, they're teasing the mutants. There's so much talk about mutants. Who got their number one today or this week? Gambit. He, they're getting him back out in front of you Dude, for a reason. I can't wait for Gambit. Like, you know, so I want to see a good Gambit, dude. It's so bad. And they really haven't done that one yet, so that probably Dude, won't speaking be of new releases, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man this week, number six, issue number nine hundred. Who else? Ten dollar book. 
So we had some customers who were all in on the variants, like dropping like 200 bucks on just one modern new release comic. Yeah. The variants were crazy. But yeah, some of the variants were really good though. But who's got another, who's got a movie kicking off phase five in Quantum Mania? Ant Man. Who had a new number one this week? Ant Man. So they're Marvel's very much so. This is a Scotty Young cover. See, that's a book that did not generate a lot of interest for us this week. I Even though it's the first appearance of, like, of Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2050 or something like that. Is it really? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah there was um, not a lot of interest. We don't sell a lot of Ant-Man for some reason. Max, to touch on your what you were saying, that could be a character that we see. I wonder, because they did have Channing Tatum t- casted. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know he, if that would... You ain't going to see Channing Tatum play that character. No, 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 no. What, I'm <laughs> saying, what he was saying was, is that subject to this 2025 rule you know this contract thing that they can't cast new people in these things until 2025 they did have channing tatum cast so i wonder yeah maybe if he's part if he's part of that i i wonder if that fell through because his movie technically never got made it was getting written they they were like on the third script of it yeah Yeah, but there's a a ton of movies in hollywood that get optioned in or uh, get scripts but never get made like but I mean, he did sign a contract. They had him come up in the big Sony or Marvel Sony event or Fox event. Do you remember that? Like he took he took yeah. a group photo with the rest of the X Men actors. Yeah, it was supposed to be a big thing, and then I think it's still possible happened. that yeah, he could show up as Gamb- as Gambit. They feel that the want. fans that's what the fans want. I don't, I don't think anybody really wants that. I think Stick says con- his contract was avoided. Well, it's this. I didn't Sticks know Sticks knows because he's a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> but uh. The fan art I saw of him like looked really awesome. Do I think that he can do it? No. <laughs> he could uh, he could convincingly be a, a man that women swoon after, considering that's just although the lost life. city is a funny ass movie. Oh, it is. Channing Tatum does some fun stuff. He's a funny guy. He, he's not a good gambit choice, in my opinion, though. Never was. But anyone who's that passionate to play a role, you gotta give them at least a chance. Yeah, someone who's been lobbying to do this almost like a decade now that he wants to see yeah. like he really just came out to be Gambit. There was like, a hey, interview. You know, yeah. you might have some magic there. There was an maybe. interview that came out like maybe six months ago magic saying Gambit. that he he can't even watch Marvel movies because it makes him like super depressed and shit because of his Gambit. Who fucking who? <laughs> He's wiping his tears with his hundred dollar bills. <laughs> all i know is if you guys are excited for wolverine dude you got to watch blackbird that show is fucking awesome is that the yeah. one on um apple tv taron edgerton yeah it's yeah. fucking so i was gonna the be one about a canadian with claws no no it's just taron edgerton and he's actually pulling off a pretty decent american accent so kind of renewed my idea well, what does that have to do with wolverine up. What I'm saying is it renewed my... If you let me... It would be a Canadian accent, have a Lance. Canadian accent, yes. I know that. <laughs> Listen to my similar. words. Okay. What it tells me is that he could do something other than a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? I'm sorry. What You cut out. What does it tell you? Did it... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what it tells me, motherfucker. Still fucking Rude. hear me, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> oh, my, my thing didn't say muted. Oh well, because he booted you. Yeah, I booted you. Uh, 
for the longest time, I th- thought he couldn't do anything but his r- original British accent. He pulls off. An- it's Eggsy. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, Blackbird's awesome. Just watch it. No, what's it. awesome is Paper Girls. Go watch that. I did see the trailer for that when it was. Did you watch it already? Really? The first season is already out. They released all of it. I'm on like episode four. It's yeah, it's I, I really watched really that one. Been super, super good. We got anything we have else to talk on? Paper Girls number one, nine point eight in the shop. Ooh, just trying to strike when the iron's hot. Just waiting for me to. Come is that by. pretty? Is the show? If I remember, because it's been a while since I saw the trailer. It's pretty gritty, right? Like, is it kind of their new attempt of? like another gritty comic book thing or it's like, no, it's not even gritty. It's more like, more like stranger things vibes, but it's not like hard R rated or anything. No, 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 no. I just can't remember. It's been a while since I saw the trailer. No, it's more like sci-fi time travel type stuff. Mm. It's, it's a lot of fun so far. Is that image? Well, who makes that book? That would be image. image, Yes. Okay. Brian K. Vaughn. But did, yeah, I mean, did he do Kingsman? Matthew oh. Vaughn did. Matthew, Matthew Vaughn did. What no, other Kingsman what, what is Mark Brian Millar? Yeah, Matthew Vaughn directed Kingsman. The writer is Mark Millar. Yeah. Who? What did Brian K. Vaughn do? What other ones? Saga. Uh, I know that name. He's doing. Saga. Isn't he doing Saga? Yeah, Saga. Saga. Thank you. <laughs> Saga was going to get made on sci-fi and it never did, right? Well, because Saga's like super, super, super graphic. You know what show was fucking awesome and I'm pissed that they got canceled was Deadly Class. But um, he also did why who um, he also did Brian K. Vaughn did Why the Last Man. Um, yeah, Runaways the made, it got canceled after four episodes, I think. He did Runaways. Um, there's that series Marvel. we stand on guard where America invades Canada. Yeah, under the dome, paper girls. Under the dome was a comic. Yeah, the the show under the dome um, was based on. I thought it was Stephen King. I didn't realize it was a comic. The one with the shield dude, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, I thought it was Stephen King. Was he, Stephen King involved with that book? No, no. Brian K. Vaughn developed the show. It was based on Stephen King's book, but he wrote, he helped write and develop the show. Wait, Brian K. Vaughn's not the writer of Paper Girls, the comic? He is the writer of Paper Girls, but he also oh writes God, movie yes. scripts. Oh, okay. All right. I'm understanding. <laughs> I'm like, Lance, I was Lance, confused. on the Absolute Geek podcast, if we refer to Michael Chiklis, it's the dude from who played The Thing, not The Shield. No, yeah, I to block that movie from my memory. Except, it doesn't matter. Except for Chiklis was the thing. If you're talking comic books, that's what you refer. How could you Come even on. tell he was in a foam suit the whole time? <laughs> oh, there it is. Listen, Lance. Huh? It has come to my attention <laughs> that we need to um, have a discussion about your credentials moving forward on this. <laughs> This particular program. Hey, I know for a fact I know more about comic books than Max. You're going to <laughs> listen. You're going to be getting a call into Absolute Geek HR on Monday. I don't want who, you to be surprised. Who runs that, throw, Logan? I'm going to throw Max under the bus. 
<laughs> I let someone more professional than me run that. So that would be um that would be Aaron. <laughs> she will you will be in, called into absolute geek HR and uh, your performance will be reviewed. <laughs> and you will have to change a poopy diaper in order to pass the He's the got test. five kids. He's a pro at that. I'm the... No, I don't change poops. Oh, that's right. How many of your kids are still in diapers? One. Okay. She's two. Burning question everybody needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, most of them kind of potty trained themselves. It was actually pretty easy. Everybody told us how big of a nightmare that would be, and it wasn't. But just don't be surprised when you get the email to, to appear in front of HR. I'm just saying, if, if, I get, if I get called in HR, I want there to be a 100-question quiz, and I want to see if Max or I get a better score. <laughs> Because I guarantee, I don't know. I think I think Max Max. I'm very good at Wikipedia. Okay, <laughs> close book, bro. We're gonna have a proctor watching you on your on your webcam. No, I'm just saying I've done enough Wikipediaing over time that I might do better than you think. So you knew. So you, even though I haven't read the, Brian, the books, you were following the Brian K. Vaughn conversation. No, I can I can tell you <laughs> right now. That if you use the phrase, I read an article, you're going to automatically fail. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I heard it on the podcast. And all we yeah. do is cite it was, articles. It was on, on We Got This podcast. Covered. It was on Fandom <laughs> Wire. Totally legit. All we do is cite articles. Our geek news yeah, we got this covered. citing articles. That's the worst. Oh, my oh, gosh. They're, they're awful. I'm hesitant to even like share with these guys we got this covered article. oh i don't share we got this covered i see it and i'm like it's probably a lie or i'll say look at this ridiculous thing that they're saying on we got this covered and then i'll share it i gotta preface it with well it's I like the onion for like comic books we got this yes, but they love, think they're legitimate. i love the onion you know i love the onion they think they're legitimate that's the joke it, yes yeah. <laughs> the, the onion knows awesome. that they're not legitimate <laughs> you know who is legitimate this um this this group group that I saw on New York Post earlier today actually, uh, they're called the Absolute Geek Podcast. Oh, I want to be on the, the most published Post? newspapers yeah, in dude, the world. We were on the New York Post today. Hey, and on comicbook.com, which is yeah. uh, Viacom website. So are our subs at like ten thousand now? Fuck no, no. <laughs> but that video is at like thirteen k views. So that's cool. All those Our subs, we're gonna start should, losing should subs be right after here this in the chat. Too. Where are they? Yes, poopy diapers, sexiest man alive. All I know is that the people I think that's a podcast. And someone's gonna go, this douchebag lands. This is an A this podcast. Fuck you. Someone's gonna go, this douchebag lands, doesn't he Googles articles, eats on the podcast, <laughs> and doesn't change a poopy diaper. Hey, at least hey, okay, unsubscribe. Okay. At least I turn my camera off. Freaking nah, Ish just making love to his chicken wings live it on the like air. It was <laughs> sexy. Chicken wing day. It's what the audience I'm just pandering. I'm pandering. I can sit here and watch Ish eat chicken wings all day. All right? He made it's it look like a know, if, it works, if it works for hot ones, it might work for us. Ish makes eating chicken wings look like a hard form. Whole, right? Their it's whole nice show. Art form. I work hard. I practice a lot. So when I come on Kyle, live, you you're seeing it. my best. My best. Speaking of poopy diapers, poopy diaper wait till that Wingstop comes out tomorrow. 
Gosh dang it. I'm hungry. You guys are Oh, they me. actually put our video in their fucking article. Yes. Yeah. Where have you been? I didn't know on New York Post. I've been looking at it at other places, but our fucking video. They didn't name yeah. us, which is annoying. Yes, they but did. Yeah, New York Post. The video's did. there. New York Post. They, well, they didn't Geek say Podcast, Absolute Geek Podcast anywhere. Are they the not? Oh, yeah, they just they referred did. to an interview, but then the video's there. So hmm. most of the, most of the ones I saw quoting it had Absolute Geek in parentheses. Yeah, and then podcast after. Yeah, it. shout out to everyone comic who's comicbook.com. That was in the opening sentence giving us credit for it they don't they don't have to ask permission if they cite us again like it was a massive like it was a roundtable interview i'm glad (laughs) i had the group i did four great people that work for their respective uh publications Uh, i can't remember who they are right now i don't know otherwise i would have cited them in the interview stuff but yeah great guys i like i said was staying at the beginning of the show i was just the first to the I was just the quickest on the draw, I guess. I, I don't know. but Well, I know that one of the women you were with, we reached out to us or we reached out to her. I'm not sure what it She happened. found it on Twitter that was shared by somebody else. And she said, hey, check out this awesome video where she was the one that actually asked the question um, because I was sitting there. And so you walk in and there was like four or five tables and they had four people from different outlets at each table and then the wrestlers pivoted to the tables so when we got the press yeah essentially so when we got the press release it said strictly keep it to AEW questions so i was thinking all right well i i'm gonna do that but i want to get personal and fit it towards our audience so like i asked cm punk you'll see in the interview that goes live tomorrow i asked him a question about like how he got into comic books and how that has affected his professional wrestling career and even to this day, he talks about getting, being into the the G.I. Joe and stuff like that. And Chris Jericho talks about I asked Chris Jericho in the interview that I released about his uh, comic book. He's got coming out the pain maker, his graphic novel. He talks about what got him into comics and how T Titans, Marv Wolfman was big to him, things like that. So I, I kind of tried to spin it to our audience, but keep it AEW related as well. And this woman came off firing and she was just like, so how do you see the culture changing um, now that Vince is gone? And he just, he would just hit her with the, do you really think the culture is changed? Yeah, Like he, he schooled her. And she even says it in her Twitter post. She was like, he schooled me on it. And I was sitting there and I was like, this is gold. As he's saying it, I'm like, this is gold, man. This is, this is going to blow up. And I thought for sure, because I'm a one man army and these guys are talking about how they've got like four other guys here and sitting in the press room ready to release shit. I'm like, I'm going to be late to the party here. And so I sat on this stuff since Saturday. I sat on this interview since Saturday and I was like, somebody else is going to get to this before me. Somebody else is going to put this out before us. Somebody, there's no way I can go drive from San Diego back to Phoenix because my Mac that I have is outdated and it doesn't edit worth shit. So I was like, uh, there's no way I'm going to make it from Phoenix or from San Diego back to Phoenix before this gets out. So I sat on it Sunday, nothing Monday, nothing Tuesday, nothing. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going. And I pulled that trigger and I'm glad I did. Cause I, I clearly I was first, there's going to be other, you know, like I said, there, there was four people there. So there's other outlets that have this footage but I was just the quickest on the draw. And I was just like, screw it. They didn't put it. I'm going. And I 
you know, the little guy came out on top. And I appreciate everybody who's checked it out. I've appreciated everybody who subscribed to this channel. Ford, I've appreciated everybody that shared it. I appreciate all these publications quoting us. What I don't appreciate is when somebody with 1.7 million subscribers rips off our video, uses our audio, uses the video, and puts our their watermarks crudely pasted on our video but forgets to remove ours. And then it's like, oh, sorry, bro. I didn't know where it came from because it's getting shared everywhere. Cool. Like, you can find the, the source. I appreciate everybody who sent, put it in their, their timelines or their messages and sent it to us on Instagram. All that shit. That's so awesome. I appreciate we all really the love We really do have the best fans in the world. I appreciate Pete from Renovision for <laughs> messaging us and bringing it to my attention that that guy was doing that. Because it know? was hidden in the middle of his video. Yeah, awesome. But my thing is is that we work with Kyle and Pete and Marco over at Renovision and all these guys in this little community, and we all look out for each other, and that's awesome. But I hate when bigger channels with one point whatever million subs rip off the little guy and just think that they can't do anything about it. Like, that pisses me off. I hate that, you know, Wrestle Talk, one of the biggest wrestling shows on YouTube, can take our interview and quote it in their news story, quote everything that's said in it, but not give us credit for it. But I can't do anything about it because, again, it's free It's free use because they use our content, spun it, and didn't. He, they use our content without actually using our content. So I just... Which how you hard know, is it just to say? It is. It I just is. Don't understand is. that. Don't, I never want to be that person. No matter because if, if we ever get to that point, I never. I told you this, Matt. I never want to be that podcast that thinks it's okay to step on other people. It's a coveted space. I get it. You know, you don't want people getting in the million sub range. It's a coveted space, but it. I don't know. Just give credit where credit is due, and I. I don't know. That's. I'm going to say about it, but I appreciate my five minutes of fame, our five minutes of fame. It's been a fucking hell of a ride. I'll take the bump and subs. I'll take the 13,000 views. I mean, it does piss me off when I look at that dude's channel and he's got like 80,000 views on a video I posted, but it is what it is. You know, like I said, somebody else could have posted it before me. I just got there first. All I know is that next year when Matt, hey, maybe our Matt, fans need to go to that channel and post the link to this channel in the comments. Oh, well, he did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't he, even know what channel you guys are talking about. He, he I was going to say send the minions out, but okay. I I sent him a I sent him a Twitter message and he apologized and put our link tree in in the in the description of the video. But I mean, that's all thanks to Renovation for well, bringing. Like, I it appreciate up. people like Kyle who go on other channels and talk about it and give us credit and you know I, I just it's I appreciate Renovation for letting me talk about it on Wednesday and giving me credit for it. Still, it's, it's a cool thing, man. And it's, it's been a cool thing and I'm just riding that wave of Holy shit. You know, all I know is that next year when Matt, Max and myself go to San Diego comic-con, we are bringing a shit ton of t-shirts just to give to these fucking interviews. Cause, Cause my stupid we, ass ain't done anything viral before. So it's just, cool if to we, <laughs> if we can get CM Punk to say this shit and he was wearing an absolute geek shirt, 
That'd be fucking awesome. He ain't gonna wear a shirt. I'm not getting crazy. A free shirt? Who the fuck doesn't wear a free shirt? He ain't gonna wear a free shirt, dude. I'm just saying, like, if I'm, I'd be expected to go viral for a fat guy falls down while eating chicken wing before. No, that's just bias. But, but I mean, it's cool, man. It really is, and it it does show that maybe I'll choke on a chicken wing and that'll go viral. I love that you changed your name to the Wingding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do need to have a wrestling show. I, I don't know. It's I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's because cool. if you notice, Max and I were pretty quiet through that whole segment. So yeah. I think you two have a passion for it and should be talking about it. So Maybe we can get uh Stick Boys in on it too and have a real a real good wrestling show. Where the fuck Max did he go? Left. He's like, I gotta go to the bathroom can't handle these feels but yeah um again i'll say it again if you want people have been asking for the full interview the full cm punk jade cargill interview goes live tomorrow night at 7 30 p.m pacific time right here on the channel so you can watch the full interview there um please check out and support the jericho interview we did check out the darby allen one i've still got orange did he say who's publishing his book yes he does he talks about it in there it's actually um, the same. I did watch the video. I don't remember what he company. said. Company. So um, Kevin Smith did a movie called Kilroy is here, which is he released through NFT. And it's that same company. I can't think of the name of it right now. He does mention it okay. towards the end I'll of the interview. I'll watch it again. Hey, can I, can I say something that's super important to me? I shared it on the absolute geek. Uh, Facebook page today, but a good friend of mine is missing in Phoenix and has been missing for over three weeks. Um, so if you're in the Phoenix area, keep your eye out for it's it's on the Facebook page. She's a very good friend of mine, and uh, we're all worried about her, Michelle. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, Stick says, having watched wrestling my entire life, I agree with Punk, but we'll see how Triple H does. I agree. I echo that sentiment, but I agree with what Punk said too. But I mean, the Darby Allen interview is really good because it talks a lot about how, you know, he's one of the most extreme guys in wrestling right now, him and Jeff Hardy, and talks about his recovery and, you know, what he does for recovery because he's straight edge. So he doesn't take pain pills. So when he's jumping off ladders into steel chairs and stuff, and, you know, how he takes care of his body. And Jericho talks about his book. And I got the full Jericho interview coming where he talks about everything and anything AEW in. And then we also got Orange Cassie and Britt, Bra- Britt Baker DMD interviews coming. So we got a lot of content, uh, wrestling wise, interview wise coming. It's awesome. Um, and again, and shout we got out SummerSlam to, tomorrow. We do have SummerSlam tomorrow. Yes. Hey, wrestling husband. <laughs> yeah, Ish has got some competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, big shout out to. Uh, I thought it was AJ Styles. To yeah. San Diego Comic Con for hooking that up. Big shout out to AEW for making the wrestlers available like that. Cause that's something WWE would never do. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. But uh, other than that, I'd say that's you got anything else you want to talk about ish. Um, no, I guess that's it. Let's do a SummerSlam watch along. I would be down for that. I do a SummerSlam watch along. You got to smoke weed while you do it. No. Why do I have to smoke weed while I do it? I don't know. I just know a few shows that they watch movies and they smoke weed while they're doing it, and it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> um, All right. Well, you yeah, watch so... people watch a movie? No, they. It's a podcast, dude. You're not even watching them watch the movie. 
Uh, they're just watching a show, smoking weed, watching a movie, talking about it, and it's hysterical. But yeah, shout out to everybody who's the new subscribers. Oh, uh, giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. So I said it last week that I have a giveaway to do this week. Uh, Tyler Kirkham Judgment AVX versus Eternal Judgment Day 11 by 17 print signed by the man himself, Tyler Kirkham. That we're going to do a giveaway. And the giveaway is going to be leave a comment down below on this video of what movies you think will come in in phase six of Marvel. And Once next week, haven't we'll, been named. <laughs> yeah. Next week, we will put them all in a. Um, we will put them all in a random generator and we'll pick a winner and I will ship out that Tyler Kirkham print to you. Um, and we got some other uh, good stuff to give away too. So I know we got to give away some shirts that I have, um, things like that. So yeah, good things coming guys. Good things coming. But Sounds great. So I, so I had a guy come in to the comic book store Fantastic Worlds Comics in Scottsdale. Looked around, saw our almost hundred thousand comics, and he says to me, "So people, people still buy comic books? Seriously, fucker? That's your whole yeah. store?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, yes, yes. We and we have a store to facilitate that. Surprise, did you, surprise. Did you like look around and go?" I need to Where write down. Do I, I have just some of these moments into. like every day. Yeah. I need to write these down. Some people. It's not like you're selling like old timey radios, shit. dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd look around and be like, um, no, nobody know. buys them. So we just kind of stand around all day and pay rent, and <laughs> nobody buys comics anymore. It's essentially clerks, but a comic book store. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Oh my gosh! Look, people are giving us ideas. So, for content full right disclosure: there. turns out the dude has Justice League one through twenty-one, and he's looking to sell. So we're all like, "We'll accommodate." <laughs> all right. Well, we'll hold our comments until after you leave the store. <laughs> yes. It should have said, oh, this is a library. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, we absolutely can hear Logan, and that's okay. Oh, um, I say we set up a camera in Ish's store and just watch him work all day. I think that'd be hysterical. What, is it going to be Big Brother, Fantastic World? Well, we like, already, we already have that. Man. Or like below just need to link or... into our security cams. <laughs> You, you know, know what we could do definitely. like uh like you know the kevin smith show comic shop men yeah that's what i was just we thinking. have the, we have that we have that cast of characters that almost some some come in almost daily yeah dude just start hang out for those hours get, it's i'll make a release for you you know weird conversations awkward conversations hilarious conversations is that when you have you know, this, uh this lady once came in and out. asked me have i ever heard of a character have you ever heard of something called marvel that's what she asked me in the middle of the store. What? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, my wow. son likes something and it's called Marvel and I have to buy him Marvel. It's like me going into a freaking burger joint saying, have you ever heard of um, a cheeseburger? Or beef? Yeah. Meat? You know have you ever heard of beef? Meat? Are you aware of meat? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Fantastic World LCS Season 1. 
Bill yes. would be a good Eric character. Said the... you could be you could be part of the cast. Bro, you should you, <laughs> should, you should do it. I looked for Bill's hysterical. booth when I was at San Diego, but I was all over the place and I didn't really even get to, on the floor all that much. Everyone knows yeah, I was gonna say Attila would be. Ch- is that when you call him out of the back to chase him out of there with a ruler or something like a big yardstick? He's gonna, it's gonna, it's a big yardstick with a uh, steak knife on the end. He just chases. Yeah, he just out, runs right? at them with scissors. He's security. Yeah, he's your security. Yeah, but... that's good. No, he'll run. People like coming to the shop and he'll run to the door. So you just walk into the shop and all of a sudden you see this three-year-old toddler. Just <laughs> racing right towards you. And he's still in the phase where he's got to keep his hands up when he runs because he doesn't have his balance yet. <laughs> so you haven't awesome. seen any other person, just this kid coming straight for you. But they do they do not have to be subbed to enter. All I have to do is leave a comment down below. I put that in the private. I know. <laughs> I'm answering your question. I'm <laughs> clarifying for them. You don't have to be subbed to us to enter. Private convo and show but it'd be yeah, really just, nice if you were subbed. Yes, it would be. But <laughs> just leave a comment below of what movies you think are going to come in Phase Six. My kid is going nuts. We will put. We will do a random generator next week. We'll pick a winner. I will ship that poster to you. Um, yeah. As a thank you for just leaving a comment. And the winner is Lance Speroni. Matt and Lance <laughs> or Max. Oh, wait, Matt says, I Max just need Matt and Max to friend, to friend me on Facebook and my AGP collection will be complete. It took me like a minute I to have... figure out that it was Sticksboy when I got the friend request. I, was like, I have no idea what your real name, name is, buddy. So you're going to have to send me the invite with a private message. Yeah, I typed in Sticks to send him a message a couple weeks ago and it went to like his Instagram or something. There she is. She wanted to make a cameo so bad. We'll just Logan. put her up here. Yeah, I don't know if you guys could hear my son. He wanted to make a cameo. He was in the right you outside my the door cameo. Attila always used to make the cameos on uh, MCM back in the day. Yeah. You're all done talking now? One day and you were on <laughs> TV. You got daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Camera shy. But oh, yeah, last eat my microphone. Last week, uh, James was in the start of the podcast and kept putting Max's microphone in his mouth. Oh yeah. That's what and stealing your headphones and stuff. Yeah, he took the the uh the whatever this is called pop the filter. cover the pop filter yeah windscreen he took that off and just threw it across the room. I was like I don't I didn't know where it was the whole show I didn't have it. <laughs> so hopefully thanks the uh, essence weren't too bad. Well we'll see you again when you're an A-list actress. <laughs> <laughs> you you've hit the big time kid. That's all I'm gonna say. Do you know do you know who I am and what publications my name was just published in? Like <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But Yeah, that's fucking New York Post, dude. That blows my fucking mind. So yeah. Um what else do you guys want to see? I mean, we're seeing wrestling podcasts. We're seeing I want to do a watch along with wrestling. I want to do a movie watch along podcast. Sure, I can share your ideas, man. We're open I want to do backroom cast. Do, we need to do a Star Trek review. Next week, I will let you... A Star Trek-themed episode. I don't know if I can give you a whole episode. <laughs> well, not the whole episode, but... I don't know if I can give you a whole... Like that's a, a lot of track. Like. Listen, there you is know why we keep a phaser... There. You know how we keep a phaser gun in the case? Oh, that's one of the best lines for fanboys. Yeah. <laughs> to you don't even, bitches like you. You don't even have to <laughs> say the whole fucking thing, and I know what movie that's from. Right. 
But I don't, Lance, would you agree? Strange New Worlds is up there oh, as yeah, one of the best, great. best shows right now on a streaming platform. I haven't liked any of the other shows, really. Wasn't a big fan of Picard, wasn't a big fan of Discovery, but I like that one. Okay. Yeah. So, it, I mean, Picard season else. one was really good. Season two was fucking poop. I think I just yeah. need to give it a chance. Like I watched a few minutes of it and got bored of it, and I just if you like Strange New Worlds, Discovery season two is where it all starts. That's worth checking out. Yeah, Strange New Worlds is fucking awesome, dude. I was addicted to it. But so. all right, I think that's where we're gonna end it. We got some ideas. We got some shows to work out, so we'll get uh, going on all that. But um, again, show some love to all the interviews coming to the channel. Uh, we're gonna have a San Diego Comic Con floor walkthrough coming as soon as I'm done editing it. You're doing the force. Yep. Yeah. With <laughs> no, Max, force just push. Max just did talk to the hand. <laughs> I'm doing a force push. Did you guys see that? I know we're closing up the show, but did you see that interview of of uh, Ewan McGregor with Jimmy Kimmel saying that he just walks up to automatic doors and and just goes like this? Yes. <laughs> to like make them open. Yep, I love well, it. Like in public. Who I agree. Who it's do he's fucking open. Yeah, yeah. If, if my garage door opens, of course it. I'm lifting it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shooting us off the podcast. I just shot right. both off screen. But yeah, bang. <laughs> I will give you a Star Trek next week. Strange New Worlds review coming from ish max and lance and i'll be the one max that hasn't seen it. 10 episodes if, if anyone yeah i recommend binging it next week we'll talk about it it's really good, good the next week max and good i can be the one that fiction. sits there quietly all i know is rebecca romaine stamos is still fucking hot or you guys no can that, watch it too and watch a really good show it's original mystique bro and not be lame oh, yeah. lame is my middle name sir y'all need more star trek in your lives i love star mm. trek I need to Star watch Star Trek. I do Star Trek need. I do not. Ugh. <laughs> Spoken like a silly, truly Star Wars silly fan. Max. <laughs> I can like uh, both. I can and I do. So I love both. Um, I like both too. I just prefer I don't know Star why Wars. They need to be compared. They don't. It's just a silly joke. On that note, Matt for was trying to end the podcast episode of the Absolute Geek <laughs> Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. Star Trek Podcast. That's ish. <laughs> Let's try this again. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. Live long and prosper. That's it. Right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink on, some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time Ooh. on the Absolute Geek.